Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out a lot. What is up, my friends? I hope you are in fine spirits this evening. It's a pleasure to be here with you, as always. Fair to say we have a lot to get through tonight as news finally starts to break. Now, here's a little inside scoop for people. And I have to back this up because it's true. Ask my Discord group. Who's the first person to tell them about this move happening today? Ask them and they'll all tell you the same thing. Before anybody else, I told Discord that Liverpool were going to be going in for Gravenberts today. And I'm right. And I've been right most of the way through this transfer window. When I told you guys last week that Bayern Munich were eyeing up Polina as a replacement for Graven Birch. I told you that. Regular viewers will know that as well. And I don't just talk crap. So for those of you in the chat, and I want to address something really quickly, who are saying, Craig, you said he was shite and now you're hyping him up. I'm not hyping up anyone. I still wouldn't sign Ryan Gravenberch. But what's the one consistent thing I've always said on this channel? And you can watch any transfer stream you want. There's been one specific line that I use always. And it's not an accident. The line that I use is, as long as the manager gets who he wants, I'm happy because I trust the manager. Ryan Gravenberch would absolutely not be my signing. But Jürgen wants Ryan Gravenberch and has done for a while. So I am absolutely more than happy to get behind the player Klopp wants in because I trust the manager. So let me just clear that one up first and foremost before we get stuck in tonight. Um, a couple of bits and pieces I want to just say a couple of thank yous as well. Uh, Sim Kumal, thank you for becoming a member of Anfield Agenda Ultras, my friend. First one of the night, really appreciate your support. Um, Grinds, I never said you were trying to insult me, dude. I, I never once accused you of trying to insult me. I just don't like people putting words in my mouth. And I never once hyped them up. I can only present to you the facts as we know them. 
But look, either way, let's let's look at the positive of this. And there's a huge positive to be had. Jurgen Klopp is about to get the player he wants. And that's all I've ever wanted. So I'm absolutely over the moon that Liverpool are closing in on the signing of Gravenberch. For Jurgen's sake, because Jurgen wants him. I think it's a risk, but it's a calculated risk. And one of those factors that I tried to take into account with a calculated risk is the money involved and the money involved in this seems to be pretty decent um haven't got a definitive figure for you yet but it looks like you're going to be talking around 35 million pound couple of things to bear in mind with this deal is uh Ajax have a seven and a half percent sell-on clause on top of the fee that Bayern Munich paid so that will have to be taken into account and of course a lot of this will be subject to Paulinho completing that move from Fulham to Bayern Munich um and I, I can't give you information on that side of things because obviously I don't have any Fulham connections there but this is good news and I'm over the moon I'm very very happy to be on here tonight talking about Ryan Gravenberch becoming a Liverpool player because it's what the manager wants and I trust Jurgen Klopp implicitly. So, yeah, I'm um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy right now. And dare I say, I'm hearing this might not be the only piece of business before the window closes. Um, I haven't got a, I haven't got concrete information yet, so I'm not willing to spill the beans on that one, but. I think the club are looking to try something else as well here. So, good news. And I'm glad we got it. Because we deserve it, right? As fans, it's been a tough all window. And um, this looks like it's ending, ending in the direction that I thought at the start of the window it might. Now look, I still don't rate Ryan Grafenberg as highly as other people do. But it doesn't matter what I think. What matters is that the squad depth is there. And that's all I've asked for all summer. And now, with Graven Birch, if that deal finally gets done and dusted, that's the midfield rebuild done. If you want to look at Andre in January, absolutely no bother with that. But now it'll come down to a centre-back. So, be happy. Be excited. You've every right to be. You deserve to be. And I'm here tonight to give you guys the stage, the time to celebrate to give me your thoughts some of you will be underwhelmed some of you will be over the moon that's okay but it is surely better than no signing that much i think we will all agree on uh, happy for klopp and gravenberg said colin uh have a real player real signing on our hands just sad no center backs are mentioned as it's ridiculous that's the other signing i'm kind of alluding to mate um they are trying in that situation. So Nat Phillips looks like he's going to uh, be going to Celtic on loan for the season. I'm sure you've probably seen that today yourselves when you've been scrolling through social media. Um, a bit weird about that one. You know, I would have liked to have seen Nat get a full-time move for his own career. But look, it'll free up a space for uh, for us. And Graven Birch, most importantly, won't take up a non-homegrown spot because, of course, he's still under the age of... of the, well, he still makes it just under the 21-year-old um, bracket. So, all good in that regard. Still have a squad place available should Liverpool look to bring in a centre-back who uh, isn't homegrown. So, yes, as uh, Gary said there, we are just a couple of subs away from 209,000. So, please do hit that subscribe button, my friends, if you're new. Uh, Gravenberg and a centre-back will make it a good window, said Alex Cooper. That's a good poll. Uh, Gary, if we could get that, please. Would would Gravenberg and a centre-back make this a good window? Because I think that's a belter of a poll to kick off tonight's show. Um, love you too, doggy-doo. Much appreciation, my man. Appreciate you. Um... 
Craig, he rejected United for us. Doesn't that just make it a little bit better, Mansoor? Doesn't it? It's great, isn't it? I've, look, I, I won't lie. I am that type of shithouse. As soon as the Gravenberg stuff started coming out today, I'm sure you've probably done this yourselves because I know you're all as big a shithouse as I am. You started looking for those Welcome to Manchester United Ryan Gravenberg edits, didn't you? Don't lie to me. Craigie knows you did because I did and I know that you were the very same. And you wouldn't have had to look too far to find them. And this is what I love about the banter between fans. We can just throw this back in people's faces forever now. And I love it. And people can go, but, but we lost out. Uh, you, we lost out Mason Mount, Man United. Yeah, but he's injured. And he was like 60 million. So, I'm, look, I'm happy. I'm happy today. Uh, Andy gifting an Anfield Agenda membership. Thank you, Andy. You're very, very kind indeed. This transfer window hasn't done my 45-year-old heart much good. Why do we keep things doing things the hard way, said Stephen. Uh, Nick, thank you for the super sticker, but appreciate you. So is it official? That's one of the first comments I've seen tonight from you guys. And no, it's not official, but it is almost there. It is contingent on Bayern Munich getting in Paulinha. I've told you all summer that Bayern Munich are looking to bring in another central midfielder to add a bit of depth with Conrad Lehmer and uh, with, um, what's his face? Joshua Kimmich. So this makes sense. Now, I'm still not convinced on Gravenberch, but Jurgen is. And as I've said all along, I just uh, I just want what the manager wants. And if the manager wants Gravenberch, happy days. So, Gary, can we get the poll up, please, if you're in the background? Um, would a centre-back in Gravenberch make this a good window? Uh, Acentino, gifted five. There we go. Boom. Ask and you shall receive. Gary, well played, sir. Uh, so, Acentino, buddy, thank you for your gifted subs. Appreciate you. Uh, Bayern reject, we should have top players. Look, I'm not going to argue with anybody who thinks he's a Bayern reject. I'm not going to argue because my thought process is that I'm not over the moon about this. But I do trust the manager. And if it works out, look at it this way, my friend. And I'm not going to belittle you beneath for what you've said. But think about it this way. If it does work out, we're going to have a midfield that consists of a 22-year-old Dominic Sobitzlai, a 24-year-old Alexis McAllister, uh, an 18, 19-year-old Stefan Bajcetic, a 21-year-old Ryan Gravenberch, Curtis Jones and Harvey Elliott, both, what, 22 and 19 or 20. That is, that's the future. That is us covered for the next three, four, five years. And we can't complain about that. That's that's good business from the club. If you add in the youngsters that they've brought in who are 16, 15 years of age as well for the future, I think Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp are starting to look a bit healthier. Now, I can't deny the centre-back situation because whatever we think about midfield and however many, um, however many players we'd like to have signed, Jurgen has always made it very clear that he wants a centre-back. So for me, for this window to be classed as a success, I want Jurgen to get that centre-back. Um, Gerald Kwanzaa has done himself no harm, and I'm sure he'll get minutes this season. Deservedly so. But tonight, let's let's celebrate. Let's enjoy life a little bit, because we are, uh, we're getting an end to a window that I think we'll be happy with. So, yeah, it's a long way from yesterday, isn't it? Where it was doom, gloom, and nobody really had a clue what was going on. 
Tonight, tonight we feast, my friends. Tonight we feast. Uh, San Gareth, thank you for joining Anfield Gender FC. Appreciate you. Um, what was there was something else about memberships? Yes, so we received an email from YouTube today to say that. For those of you who don't see the join button for memberships, that should uh, be fixed over the next couple of weeks. They're rolling it out so as everybody will see a join button. Because it's one of the biggest questions we get asked is how do I become a member? And it's not a straightforward answer to give people, but now we can give you a straightforward answer. That button should appear over the next week or two. And we have two memberships, Anfield Agenda FC at 2 99 and Anfield Agenda Ultras at 5 99 Both sets of memberships, of course, get you the custom emojis, your name appearing in green to me and I think other members. You will also get use of the Anfield Agenda logo beside your name. That will change colour as you go on. All of those of you in the Anfield Agenda Ultras will get into the Discord group as well. And the Discord group, is where I told everybody, before anybody else mentioned it, that Liverpool were going to sign Gravenberch. Now, I'm sure that there are going to be people in our chat who are in our Discord group. So can you back me up on this? Because I know people think I talk a lot of shit. And sometimes I do. But I was honest with our Discord group earlier on, and I told them, I don't know, 3 o'clock, something like that, that Gravenberch is coming to Liverpool. Uh, Vlad, welcome to Anfield Agenda FC. Not sure on the Phillips loan, said Cofton. I just feel weird about it with Nat Phillips. It's like, are we overpricing him? Are we, like, why is it another loan? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy if Nat's playing for him, but I don't get it. I think the lad deserves to go and build his career. Uh, TOTT2KZ1 said Craig called the first. Craig told us in Discord hours ago, said Boxed Will. So look, this is what I always do. I appreciate the people who back the channel and I try to give them the information that maybe sometimes I won't even bring to the streams because for me to talk about something on a live stream where, with regards to a transfer, I have to have a couple of things. I have to have at least two confirmed sources that I trust and it has to smell right for me. And sometimes I don't bring that to the discord sometimes or to the chat sometimes I leave it in the discord and I say I think this might happen so yeah if you want the early heads up that's where it's going to be at um but again thank you for your support tonight let's let's get to it we've a long way to go and I'm on here till half past 10 so sit down strap yourselves in and um let's have a bit of fun tonight I'm still a bit concerned that we did not have a world-class destroyer like Fabinho was a year ago his form was one of our problems last year um, so I wouldn't call Gravenberg a destroyer I think your assessment there is fair but I would call him what Jurgen Klopp loves that versatile word he can play in a 6 he can play in an 8 he can play in a left sided 8 Ryan Gravenberg is exactly the profile of midfielder that I've spoken about all summer I just had other preferences personally but we've always told you Six foot plus, athletic, young, versatile, rangy. It fits. Now, I'm going to draw your attention away for a second. I'm back to something that Raphael van der Vaart said when we were strongly linked with Jude Bellingham. He said that, in his opinion, Ryan Gravenberch is better than Jude Bellingham in every department. Now, I very much disagree with Mr. van der Vaart, but... I also agree 100% that 
that there's a lot more in Ryan Gravenberch's locker than we have yet seen at Bayern Munich and, of course, at the under-21 Euros. If we can rediscover the... I'm going to compare him to Pogba because that's, that's, I think, a fair assessment of the languid style of play you get from Gravenberch. And I think under Jurgen Klopp, with an arm around his shoulder, with encouragement, with a good dressing room behind him, the fans behind him, I think Ryan Gravenberch could do well at Liverpool. I just thought, bit risky for my own taste. But if it works, the ceiling is really high with this kid. Uh, Fitzy, welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras, mate. Appreciate you. Gravenberch is more like a genie, said uh, True Trap Bullies. Is he like a young genie, said Robert Ellis. Uh, Klopp hoping he's a genie replacement, said Calvin. It is mad, right, that we've never we've never replaced genie. Like, it is mental that we can go through as many windows as we want and bring in players, but we all have that same some thought process of we haven't replaced that versatility that Genie brought us. Uh, LFC fan 66, who would replace Ali if he left? Don't you dare say that. Don't you open your mouth like that again. Uh, honestly, top of my head, Mannion, maybe. Um, and I, I was late to the Mannion party, by the way. I, I'd... Um, I didn't give him as much credit as he deserved. But yeah, he'd probably be in my considerations. But I don't want to talk about losing Ali. Uh, We're signing a few Dutch players and I'm all for it, said Archie. Yeah, look, there's nothing wrong with having that camaraderie that we'll have now. With with Verge, of course. um, With... I was was thinking... Seth Vandenberg is Dutch, right? So we'll have Verge, obviously. We'll have... um, Cody Gakpo and Ryan Gravenberch, Pep Linders. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with having a heartbeat of a national team in your team. Adam Brown, welcome to Anfield Agenda FC. This is more creative midfield full of flair and skill, said Malcolm, excuse me, Malcolm Billington. So look at it this way. If you bring in Gravenberch, every style of midfielder that you need is there, I think, at Liverpool. You've got your creatives in McAllister, uh, Elliot, Sobitzlai and Jones. You've got your versatility in Bicetic and Gravenberch, who can both play six or eight. You've got your specialist in Endo to play the six role. Um, and again, as I spoke about, if we revisit Andre, and I truly don't know what the situation is there now, that's, that's us boxed off for five years minimum. So I'm, I'm excited. I am, I'm excited because I was so scared that we were going to see Jurgen Klopp fade away, that this team, this rebuild was was almost there. And I think most of us just felt scared that Klopp wouldn't, Klopp would be judged harshly if he didn't win a trophy in the next two, three years. But now, now I feel like it's it's almost a foregone conclusion that we're going to win something in the next few years over the sake of a couple of extra signings, which is mad because for me, our first 11's always been pretty much as good as anybody's. If you put out our best 11, that's great. But where we've been let down, in my opinion, was the backups, be they defensive or attacking. We always kind of just ended up coming up a little bit short or looking a little bit disjointed when we were forced to make some of those changes. Now I feel like there's a great level of continuity in the team and um, that can only be a good thing. 
Is there a centre-back on the way? I don't want to give you false hope and say yes. I can say to you that I've been told the club are still trying to pursue deals. And deals being the operative word. So I think they're going to look for another one as well as Grafenberg's. But I can say to you wholeheartedly that it will happen. If I do hear more, of course, as the night goes on, I'll bring it to you if I get a confirmation of anything. Um, but it is mad what a little bit of positivity around the fan base can do, right? We're all buzzing right now. We're all looking forward. We're all optimistic. We're all counting down the minutes till the Villa game. Amrabat last minute swoop. No, United had a, a loan offer for Amrabat rejected for from Fiorentina. Um, I think... Maybe United fans will have a better grasp on this than me. I think United have some FFP issues around the money that they can free up because they're in the Champions League. And I think they were hoping to either get rid of uh, McTominay or, or Maguire. But obviously with Rafael Varane, I think, out for maybe six weeks now, um, United have had to probably hang on to Maguire. So I think it's a money thing for United more than the player not wanting to come. I think Amrabat really would go to United, no problem. Also, little bit of bad news today on Connor Bradley. Unfortunately, that small injury looks like it could be a little bit more serious, according to some reports, and the young man might be uh, unavailable till about November, which is it's tough for him. It's tough for us because I thought he looked great in preseason. So I just wanted to fill you guys in on that as well. Can you imagine Klopp with an unlimited budget like certain teams? It would be insane. Yeah, but there's also something sweet about winning as a bit of an underdog, you know? And look, I know some people will watch our streams or will watch those Liverpool fans talking and say, underdogs, you lads, you mad? But if you look at the amount of money Liverpool spend on what we class as big players, in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's realistic. So... Bayern are looking for about 30 million euro for Ryan Gravenberch, according to Florian Plettenberg, which uh, has just come out recently. We heard earlier on somewhere between 25 and 35. Some eagle-eyed viewers amongst you may have noticed we changed the number in the title tonight. We originally uploaded uh, the stream at 25 million. Then we changed to 35 million because we were hearing different things. But that sounds about right, what Florian Plettenberg is saying. Negotiations between the two clubs are still ongoing. Liverpool definitely want him, said Florian Plettenberg. Uh, no agreement between Liverpool and Gravenberch yet. Talks will proceed as soon as the clubs have an agreement. Gravenberch has made it clear that he wants to leave Bayern now. He's waiting for the green light, according to Florian Plettenberg. So, you look, all the old reliables, your Paul Joyce's, your Melissa Reddies, they've all been out in force today. They've all been tweeting about this. You've had um, Chris Bascom as well. And it looks like it looks like it's happening to me. Um, unless something drastic happens, maybe with the with the situation with Polina going to Bayern, this is going to happen. How have Chelsea bought more players? I know it's crazy. So Chelsea have agreed a fee for Cole Palmer with Manchester City. And again, the money involved is nuts for a player who hasn't scored, in my opinion, or in my, excuse me, understanding a Premier League goal yet. Now, I know, look, I know from speaking to Stephen McInerney previously, who you guys may know as a Steam company. I remember Stephen talking about Cole Palmer to me a few years ago, and they, he was very highly regarded coming through at Manchester City. 
Right, couple of super chats to catch up on. Uh, Toby Grundy said, what's the Discord? We need to sign at least two more players. Easy to forget that. Rumours all the time. So, Discord is like a chat room, mate. Um, we used to have one that was open to everybody, but it was basically hijacked by assholes. And think of me like a toilet. I can only deal with one asshole at a time. So I decided that we need to delete that Discord. And we started it again and we, we slowly open it up bit by bit to people. And the first leg or stage of this is to give people in the Anfield Agenda Ultras access to it. And that's where I chat offline. So you'll often find me in the Discord group 1am, 2am, midnight, uh, just chatting away with people. The amount of negativity on here is a disgrace. I, I don't know where the negativity is, Ryan, because it ain't coming out of my mouth for once. I'm uh, I'm full of the joys of spring at the minute, buddy. Right, so Paul Joyce has said, negotiations between Liverpool and Bayern Munich over Ryan Gravenberts have been going back and forth over the fee. Bayern wants about 35 million. George Schmadke will continue to try and find an agreement before the transfer deadline on Friday. Which I think they will, because it will suit all parties here. Bayern will want to obviously free up some money if they're investing in Polina, and Liverpool will want to add Ryan Gravenberts to our stable of good, promising young midfielders. What is the Discord group name? Uh, can't remember. Let me just have a look. What's the Discord group name? General chat, Anfield Agenda Discord. Anfield Agenda Members Discord, I think it's called. Um, so, on outgoings, and I know the one that you're all worried about, which is the Mohamed Salah situation. As of right now, Liverpool are holding firm. There is an offer believed to be on the way of about £120 million. According to journalists uh, on the Liverpool side, that number won't even get close to Liverpool being forced into selling the player in this window. Jan Agafjortov and a couple of other journalists have been saying that they expect the deal to go through for Mohamed Salah to go to Al-Ithihad. Um, I'm in the dark as of right now on this one. Um, so I'm trying to find out more information and I should have it by the time I record the transfer news video later on tonight. Chelsea have bid 36 for Gravenberts. No, they haven't. Stop lying, Pat Butcher. Stop. If we sign anyone before the transfer window closes, I'm buying everyone around a drink, said Desi. Now, we're going to hold Desi to that. Desi. And, you know, no cheaping out, dude. We want the good stuff. You know, top label stuff. Anything on a centre-back yeah, I won't like. I have heard stuff on a centre back. I have. I just don't want to give you false hope. So until I get a couple of confirmations, I don't feel it's fair for me to give you names yet. Uh, Everton are crap losing the bottom of the league too. Good, good, Connor. We like it. What's Gravenberch like? It depends which Gravenberch you get. If you get the Gravenberch under Ten Hag at Ajax, you're getting a good Gravenberch. If you're getting the Gravenberch that played in the Euros and couldn't break through a Bayern, you're getting an unhappy, unsettled Gravenberch. But I think this will be 
a revitalizing move for Ryan Gravenberch. And I am excited at the profile of our midfield, having a couple of options in every position now. I'm buzzing for it. Now, we are absolutely flying tonight. There's 6,800 people in the chat. Um, so if you haven't hit the subscribe button, my friends, please do. We're closing in on 209k. I think we can get to 210k tonight if we're all a little bit greedy. So we will move on to speak about potential Mohamed Salah replacements a little bit later on in the stream. I promise you, I'm here till half past 10. So relax. We've plenty of time to get the questions back and forth. You're getting me excited, Craig. I, I, I'm trying to be balanced here, dude. Like, I'm trying. I'm trying. But I'm excited inside. I can tell you that. Um, am I watching the League Cup draw? I, I amn't, mate. No, I'm, I, you might not have noticed, but I'm actually streaming at the moment, talking to you, your good self right now. Who do you think the centre-back is? But you're going to bear with me on that. I know you're trying to eke it out of me, but I'm trying to play cautious here with regards to the centre back. I don't want another. Um, I don't want another Jude Bellingham situation bite me in the backside. Uh, but again, just to give us a little bit of credit because you'll see lots of people credited across for the news on Graven Birch, but I still stand over what I said. My Discord group, they knew before anybody else knew about Graven Birch. Uh, so, will Graven Birch and a centre-back make a good window? 80% of you legends have said yes, it would make a good window. And I agree with you, because it completes the window. At the start of this window, as Liverpool fans, we all looked for um, at least three midfielders, hopefully four, and a centre-back. And we're on course, if everything goes to plan, to achieve those targets. Now... I'm still not happy at how late this has gone because we are three games into the season, but we have gotten a little bit lucky. We've got seven points from nine, so even with all these signings in the door earlier and a full preseason, the best we could have done here was get two extra points. So it hasn't been a disaster in that regard. Um Anybody else feeling a title challenge? You know, come on. Anybody else feeling a title challenge? Uh, Peter, thank you, buddy, for your super chat. You didn't put in Peter Oates' uh, ch uh, comment, mate, but appreciate you. Uh, Philip, how are we? He said, as a Bayern fan, Gravenberts' quality, just not the right profile for us. Our incompetent board, he'll be great at Liverpool. Depth for six and eight. A centre-back still needed. Thank you, Philip. Appreciate you. So, I mean... Why, why can't we dream of a title challenge? Look, let's look around, right? Honestly, look around. Right now, what are we seeing? Arsenal, who have the same points as us. And we've had a harder start. Manchester City, yep, yeah, they're perfect, but they're looking a little bit flawed to me. And they're taking a few gambles with some of their signings. Doku and Matthias Nunes could be excellent, but they could be average. And if they take any time to settle whatsoever... And I've said this all through the window. I think City are there to be got at this season. So you might think I'm a little bit deluded talking about a potential title charge, but I, I believe what I'm saying. Somebody has to, so why not us? 
Any news on Gomez? Um, no. So, weirdly, that link to Alithi had for a centre-back went further than Gomez. You may have seen this earlier on. It, it got as far as talking about Canada. I mean, have you lost the run of the part you're going to love? It wasn't Liverpool, because we didn't get to that point of telling Alithi had to piss off over Canada. It was Ibu. Ibu said, no interest, not moving, happy where I am. Thank you very much. Love the man. Thank you, Ibu. Not only do you have the greatest ever welcome video to Liverpool Football Club, but you're now, you're now just even more lovable, you big, beautiful bastard, you. Um, Peter said, wouldn't Sobitzlai be the automatic choice for a Salah replacement? He's played on the right of the front three. He's a beast. Great content as usual. So, it's a good show. And I did say to you, if the worst came to the worst and Mohamed Salah left, I don't envision a like-for-like -like replacement. So, when we start seeing links to the likes of Joe Felix, it didn't surprise me. Because we have Ben Doak. We have Dominic Sobotsly, who, yes, can play on right. We have Harvey Elliott. And look, there we bleed and say it. But Trent can also play on the right. So... Let's not talk about Salah for the minute, because right now he's a Liverpool player. He was training today, all smiles. Let's hope it stays that way, because that's what we all want. I can feel the title challenge tickling my nuts a little bit. I can't lie, said Colin. Arsenal are shaky. City look off. United look shocking. United do look shocking. And it's not even us to try and sit here and say that the, the Arsenal team look a bit shaky. The pundits are talking about the fact that Arsenal are like overcomplicating things a little bit and they look a bit disjointed. And that win against Newcastle, that will have sent spirits sky high in the Liverpool changing room. And, and I'm feeling pretty good about life as a Liverpool fan at this moment. Almost AK, your channel's blowing. Uh, thank you. I seen that the also rans were on earlier on, um, a little bit before us, trying to steal a march on us, and it was a conscious decision for me to go. I'm not going early. I'm gonna rock up a half past eight and show the world who the biggest Liverpool fan channel is, because you know who it is, and uh, our community's built different. We've told you that from day one. Our community with you guys, legends, built from the ground up, slowly but surely. Now we're here. Now we're going to enjoy ourselves. I've heard Joe Felix uh, to join us or Leroy Sane said Midnight Beats. Yeah, I, I don't really believe the Sane stuff too much. The Joe Felix stuff is very interesting because he's gettable. It's just a matter of do we think he'd be a good fit. But again, I feel like we're getting pushed away from uh, the stuff about why we're here, Gravenberch. If we get the centre-back you won't name, how good are they? I respect it that you're trying to tease it out of me. Um, how good are they? If the name I was told today is the centre-back and it happens, I think we'll be happy. I'll be happy. Um, and I think we'll be happy with the business. But please don't take it as gospel that we're going to sign one. All I'm saying is it, they're trying. Right, what's the, the latest poll? Title challenge, yes or no? 65% are saying yes. Still a few downbeat people there. 
I want to join your Discord group, so what is it? Well, you can't join the Discord group because you're not an Anfield Agenda Ultras member. Anybody who's a member of Anfield Agenda Ultras, if you go on to the membership uh, tab of the YouTube channel, you'll automatically see the link to join the Discord group, but you'll only see it if you're in the right membership group. 65% delusional. Fuck me, Steve. I mean, are we not allowed to be happy, pal, and dream a little bit? And why are we delusional? We've played Chelsea away, Newcastle away, Bournemouth, or excuse me, Bournemouth, Bournemouth at home, and we've taken seven points. I think we've looked as good as anybody else other than shaky defensively. So if we get the defender in and add a bit of squad depth, I don't see why 65% of people are delusional. If Salah leaves next season, Musa Diaby's a decent show. I really hope Gravenberts is sorted and we can get Hincapier or Gay. Not hurt too much, said M. Or Ragev. Um, Liam said, don't know about the Prem, but the team should walk the Europa. Oh, yeah. Like, I've always been arrogant about the Europa, mate. I think, I think there's no excuse for us not to win that Europa. There isn't. We should be the best team in it. Even the teams that will drop out of the Champions League, we should be able to navigate. But look, with everything, you need a little bit of luck on your side. You need things to go your way. Plettenberg said 30 million euro. Joy said 35 million euro. Which one is it? Well, it's neither at the minute, Dennis, because the fee hasn't been confirmed yet. But I get where you're coming from. It is, it's a moving situation though. So I'm going to give the journalists credit here because it's not easy for them these things are happening quickly uh title challenge 100 yes if we get players in said canters liverpool will definitely challenge city have the track record for the last five years i don't see any difference between us and city by the way said uh, Murtaza, and i'm with you uh, honestly there's a couple of factors that make me think with the right additions we can make a title challenge one of those reasons is we as Liverpool fans know only too well the toll it takes going and playing every game in a campaign where you're challenging for every trophy. We know that and we've seen the hangover for us the next year. And this Manchester City team achieved more than we did in that season. And De Bruyne, their talisman, is injured and... I don't know if he will ever return to the same levels of consistency because he's, he's getting on a bit. And Manchester City have rolled the dice a little bit with some of their signings. So, honestly, I don't see why... I think this is an open season. I don't think... If this was last year, I wouldn't sit here and say, even with these signings, title challenge. I just feel City are gettable. A front five is the best in the league, said Malcolm. Um... It's as good as anyone's. It really is. It's as good as anybody's, mate. Scrolling back through. Um, sorry, because I apparently missed the super chat, so bear with me. Um, Matthew said, conceding first is a worry for me. Same as last season. Thank you, Matthew, for that. Midnight Beat said, I think Leroy Sané would do better than Felix. Look, dude, I'm a huge fan of Leroy Sané. And if you go back and watch the games where he was at City and we played against them, I always said he was the one when he came off the bench that scared me the most. 
because he is he is special when he's in form. I just don't see Byron wanting to sell Sane, so I think it's a, it's an almost impossible deal for us to do. Whereas Joe Felix is is available. Um, Aman said, "Will the centre back you have in mind take the non-homegrown spot?" Yes. That I, I'll give you that one, mate. Yes. Very close to 209k, by the way. So please do hit that subscribe button. I'm checking frantically here to see it. Yeah, we're only 20 subs away. So please do hit that subscribe button. Let's see if we can get to 210k and go balls out. I love I love a night where we get a sign-in and we hit a milestone on the channel. That just makes my life better. I love it. So please do hit that subscribe button if you're new. Does the centre-back play centre-back? Okay, Dylan, you've twisted my arm, dude. Yes, the centre-back does indeed play centre-back. Um, Craig, you want to update us, you know about... I do want to, but I also don't want to be the person who pisses on your cornflakes. Because right now, vibes are good. Vibes are good, vibes are good, vibes are good. Um, but I also want to be fair to you, because I respect my audience. And I don't want to sit here and, and be the reason why you're unhappy. You get me? So, as soon as I get the second confirmation, I promise you, I'll let you know. It could be tonight's transfer video later on. Ansu Fadi would be better than Joe Felix. It'd be a bit of a risk, Ansu Fadi. But I think he, again, would be somebody potentially available. We won't hold it against you. Yeah, because the world was so um, understanding of the Bellingham situation. Because nobody, nobody called me on that. Dude, bear with me. I, I, I'm doing this out of respect for you, by the way. Do you think we get the here we go tonight for Ryan Gravenberch? Difficult one to say, Colin, because of the fact that the two deals are linked. The Polina... To Bayern deal. And Polina has told Fulham he wants to go. He wants to go and join Bayern Munich. And who can blame him? You know. But. I don't want to say to you. You'll get the here we go tonight. But look I'm telling you. Once that other deal happens. The Gravenberts is going to just fall into place. So if I'm nervous about one of the two deals. If I'm you. I'd be just keeping an eye on the, the Polina deal. That's the one. That could trip this up. Our side of it. Klopp wants the player. And if you go back and look. 18 months ago. You'll see Klopp wants the player. Now. Um, Rafaela Pimenta. Who used to be part of Mina Raiola's group. Was initially his agent. Isn't any more according to Melissa Reddy. I think she said that Rafaela Pimenta. Has left that agency. And there's now a new agent. Um, in the former Rayola agency dealing with the Gravenberch stuff. My eight-year-old won't speak to me now because he wanted Gravenberch at United, said James. Good life lesson though, James. Good life lesson for him. That's Harlan's agent. Yes. And Kefren Thuram's agent is, is uh, Rafaela Pimenta. 
Will Gravenberch be the only midfielder or will there be another one as well? I'm not aware of another midfield signing in this window. Personally, again, I'm just not aware. I, I don't even know what the club's stance is on Andre at this point. I don't know if there is any intention to go back in January or not. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. Uh, who was that super chat from, by the way? Andrew Webb. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate you. Life lesson, don't support United. I love it. I love it. Well played. We need a defender. Yes, Fergal, we do. You're very right, mate. We do need a defender. For this to be a complete window, we need a defender. And again, just to go back to Jurgen's own words, uh, Cameron Wilkinson, thank you for the super chat, mate. You didn't put a comment in, but thank you. Um, We do. Because Jurgen Klopp won't have got what he wanted unless we get a defender. And I'm hoping that with the situation with Canada and Verge, that it gives the club a nudge to think, yeah, look, this could come back to bite us in the backside again. Do you think the Van Dyke red card will push Klopp more to sign a centre-back? Yeah, no, no. Jürgen and the club would never think that short-term. Um, Elizabeth Glue, Jeff, thank you for gifting not one, not two, not three, not five, not six, seven, eight, or nine, but ten Anfield Agenda memberships. Jeff, you're only a big dirty ledge bag, sir. Well played. Let's laugh. Laugh, you're not in the squad against Wimbledon, said Mick Anderson. Do you know what, Mick? I, I, I'll never understand, dude, why anybody wrote the words with a stray face that he felt Lavia didn't want to come to Liverpool because he felt like second best. After we had gone for Caicedo. What on earth does he think is going to happen at Chelsea? Where the same lads ahead of him. And there are many other players like Enzo there. Nobody will ever tell me otherwise. Than he went there for the pound notes. And the length of contract. It wasn't because he felt second best at Liverpool. Because if he had a brain in his head. If he had any common sense. He would have looked at the situation and gone. Far more likely to get minutes. And progress at Liverpool than Chelsea. And nobody will ever convince me otherwise. Ryan Wakeland, welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras, my friend. It looks like Andre for January, said Whitehammer. Um, I truly don't know about that yet, mate. So I'm not going to sit here and say yes, but I would love it. I would love Andre in January because that would be... That would remove the headache of next summer when Thiago leaves. Because we know Thiago and Joe Matip are going to leave the club next summer. So, if you were to go and get Andre in January, boxing clever. Uh, sad to see we aren't getting Pauline yet, said Jack Howe. Yeah, there was a little bit of me, Jack, that, that did feel that sadness as well. Uh, but I do understand it from the club's perspective. Like, having brought in Endo, you've got that experienced midfielder in there for your number six. Adding a 28-year-old Pauline would have been... It would have been silliness. But, you know... He's a damn fine player. Craig, I respect you, said Benedict. Do you know what? It's simple, but I love it. Thank you, mate. Appreciate you. Um, boom soon. Boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. 
Um, hopefully, boom soon, Papa Z. Uh, Rob Wilson, thank you for the uh, super chat, mate. Your first one with us, appreciate you. And uh, Rob's uh, still FSGO, as am I, mate. Love it, well played. Froggy, welcome down for the Agenda Ultras, mate. Craig, love your content, and I'm so happy to be gifted that membership. Hope you had a great day. Uh, thank you, Kieran. And look, to everyone that does gift memberships to other people, like our friend uh, a moment ago, Jeff, and JC Galvanil has done loads as well. Um, look at what it means to people. I love it. I love our community because they look out for each other. And yeah, there's nothing better than an Anfield Agenda vibe. And this is what tonight is for me. It's a vibe session. Sorry, not confident in Gravenberch. I could be wrong, said Andrew Webb. Andrew, you know me well enough at this point. I agree with you. I'm not overly confident on Ryan Gravenberch either. But I can't sit here and be a hypocrite. I've always said, I want who Jürgen wants. And Jürgen wants Gravenberch. And I, I believe in Jürgen. So my own personal opinion is with yours. But, you know, let's let's hope we're proved very wrong. Uh, the Aztetic, welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras. Um, do we need to drop Trent because of lack of form? Said Midnight Beats. What a tough question, that dude. Um, not yet. I, w I would say not yet, but. We need to sort it out because the hybrid stuff is getting a little bit too clear and obvious for people to figure out and that space is not going away. Uh, yeah, oh, it's a tough one. I'm not personally at the dropping stage yet, but another performance or two like we've seen against Newcastle in that first half and I think, yeah, maybe. Um, if we're going to let Mo leave next summer, I think Cavaricelli will be a perfect replacement, top quality, and could be our next big star. So Cameron Wilkinson would be very expensive, I'd imagine, though, to get Cavaricelli out of um, Napoli. But you're in the right thought pro thought process. Uh, him, Raphael, you know, if you're looking for a like for a like, they'd be the ones that come to head, come into the head. Uh, Clinton Cummings, welcome to Anfield Agenda FC. How does somebody get donated membership? It's I believe uh, potluck. I think it's just chosen automatically by by YouTube once you gift the memberships. I think they just go to whoever they're assigned to. I think. Craig, think you missed my super chat. Super chat. That'll be a weird one. A super chat. One second, mate. Let me go back through. And I am so sorry if I do miss anyone's super chats because I try not to. Uh, Craig, you're a great human, loving this community, said Walter Mays. Thank you very much for that. JC Galvanil, just gifted 10 Anfield Agenda memberships. Uh, Midnight Beats, we've just done your super chat. Let me scroll back up. John Dowling said, love the channel, Craig. What do you think of Bowen? I've always been a fan of Jared Bowen. Um, I think he's criminally underrated. And I don't know if we'll ever see him in a Liverpool shirt or not. But I like Jared Bowen. I do. I think he's he's far better than people give him credit for. What about yourself, John? Are you a fan of him yourself? Uh, we've done the Andrew Webb one. So who was the one that said I missed the super chat? Uh, Long Orgy FX said, 
Do you think we would have signed Sobotsly if we signed Jude? No, I don't. Um, but I think we did it better this way. Let me say that. As much as I wanted Jude Bellingham, the signing, if we pull it off, of Gravenberch, and if it works, Gravenberch, McAllister, Sobotsly is far better money spent, in my opinion. But I'm never going to sit here and say I wouldn't have loved Jude Bellingham. I would have absolutely loved that gentleman playing at Liverpool. Uh, Colin Maluff, welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras, mate. Uh, Chris has gifted 10 memberships as well. Look at that. Now, if that doesn't make 1,000 people hit that subscribe button to get us to 210k, I don't know what will. We've had about 30 or 40 gifted memberships. So if you are new to the channel, please do take a second, hit that subscribe button. Uh, Nathan Jackson, welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras, my friend. And Night Journey, was that the one that I missed the super chat, was it? One second. I'm scrolling back through to try and find the super chat I may have missed now, buddy. Bear with me. Uh, J67, thank you, mate, for the super chat, although there was no comment in other than a moustache. Appreciate you. Uh, Ace and Tino said, thank you for all you do, Craig. Would you sell Mo if we could sign Cavaricelli at buy him now for January? I'm, yeah, I've always thought next summer is the right time to sell Mo. Um, but there is a number. There's always a number. And if Alithi had get to a certain number, I think Liverpool will, will have to take the money. Uh, is the Portuguese is the centre back Portuguese or Ecuadorian? I'm not going to tell you that team, Shark Meg, because that would just give you the um, that would just give you the uh, the information that I told you I'm hanging off on giving you. Do you see Graven Birch as a starter? Who would it be better than a midfield to replace Endo? Said Corey. Do I see him as a starter? Not yet. He has to prove himself. I see Graven Birch as one of those signings like Alex Oxley Chamberlain that Jurgen will take his time with and when he decides to put him in he'll be ready and it was Robertson was the same it was a good while if I remember correctly before we seen Andy Robertson uh, Jordan Hunnaby said why is it taking so long to get a centre back managed to sign four midfielder and we needed one in this window yeah it's, it's a very very fair question mate um, and that's it's inexcusable that we haven't got a centre-back yet. Because he's the, that's the one position that, no matter what our position is in the chat here, we'll all agree that Jürgen has said he wanted to sign a centre-back. So, I'm with you. But that's that's the difference between this being a 10 out of 10 window and a 7 out of 10 window, I think, for me. Uh, Leon Lawrence, welcome to Anfield Agenda FC. And Brian, welcome to Anfield Agenda FC. Appreciate you both. I've just joined, but my colour hasn't changed. Uh, no, it hasn't changed, Tanya. Maybe refresh. It might take a minute or two. Uh, Heavy Metal D. I watched Transfer Talk this morning, and they said Chelsea has been one of the best teams in the window. Have they? Um, Somebody forgot to tell the ones out on the pitch that, though. Chelsea have just done... Chelsea have had that window we all have when we first start on FIFA, or, or you know, Championship Manager, where you go in and you just blow the whole budget early doors um, 
it's like a kid playing FIFA for the first time. And I don't see how they can make all those players gel. I, I just don't. I think it's... If they're looking at it as a two, three-year project, fair enough. But I don't think they can afford to look at it as a two or three-year project with the amount that they've invested. So it's going to be a very, very big season for Chelsea because they can't afford to not get Champions League. They basically leverage themselves at this point. And part of that, they need to get Champions League football. Uh, thanks, Craig. Been watching you for a while. You're great. Keep it up. Thank you so much, Leon. Much love, my man. Um, Craig, are we friends with Goldbridge? Uh, no, we don't talk, Mary. No, we don't talk anymore. Uh, and that's all I'm going to say in it because I, I, I promised... I promise you guys at the start of this season that I'm focusing on... And, oh my God, we've got 6,666 viewers. That's really freaky looking at that. I'm not going to talk badly about other people, mate. Non, you didn't ask me to in fairness, but I just want to concentrate on Anfield agenda. I just want to concentrate on my community, my mates in here, and leave everyone else to do their own thing. What if Cole Palmer just wasted his career? It's a very... Um, it's a very weird move, that. But, uh, look, it's not for me to judge what happens with Cole Palmer, but Chelsea are trying to buy a lot of young talent and hope that a lot of it works, you know, because it's risky. They've paid top top dollar for a lot of these youngsters like Hull, and I know that they've loaned Hull initially, but there is a, an obligation to buy there. So, yeah, they've, they've taken a risky strategy, and I very much will look forward to it biting them in the ass. Craig, you seemed a bit disappointed yesterday. I was, and can I be honest about why I was disappointed, Jermaine? I was disappointed because the vibe in the chat was down because we were all suffering. And that kicks on and I take it personally. Not because like I think that the chat are annoyed at me or anything. I don't like to see my fellow Liverpool fans hurting. And especially when it was so needless. But days like yesterday make days like today all the better. Because I remember how I felt yesterday. I left and finished the stream and I immediately messaged Discord to go, that was a tough stream. But I live for days like today, mate, where I'm buzzing. Um and he said about the prospects on the Gravenbirds, now we're actually doing it, you feel, uh, do you feel I'm fine with it? So I'm not over the moon about us signing Gravenbirds because I'm not convinced. But I'm also going to say what I've said all the way. Klopp wants him. I'm going to get behind him because he's who the manager wants. And that's his job is to pick the players, coach the players and make them superstars. And our job is to get behind those players. So whilst I wouldn't have personally signed Ryan Grafenberch, I am more than happy to get behind the lad and I uh, welcome him to the football club and wish him every success. Uh, Craig, both me and my wife love your channel, Amaze Balls. Plus, how do you give memberships? I don't know, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm not the technical guy. I'm the, if I have more than two buttons to press, something's gonna go wrong type of idiot, mate. So uh, I'm sure JC or um, Jeff can maybe help you out on that one. But thank you. I'm glad yourself and your missus enjoy the channel, mate. Um, means a lot. Somebody actually asked a question earlier on in the Discord group. What's the breakdown of viewers 
from gender. So how many men, how many women do you think watch the channel? Uh, somebody guessed 80 20, which was way off. The actual number is about 93%, 93.5% men, and about 6.5% women. Will Gravenberts play as a holding midfielder? No. He will play as a mixture of a 6 or an 8, depending on what the team need. He's not being brought in with any specific. Um, expertise role in mind like Endo was brought in to be a 6 Sobitzai was brought in to be a 10 I think he's brought in to be that multi-tool that's the best phrase I can use look at when Klopp what does Klopp love in a midfielder athletic 6 foot plus good engine a bit of guile and creativity and Gravenberch is going to give him that tactical fluidity to be able to tweak and change the system with players who are able to play in two three different positions in the midfield it's kind of the best way i can try to describe it uh can i tell you how therapeutic this stream is i love liverpool but the respect that i have for you has just grown it has been a source of stress relief so thanks that's lovely mate thank you acentino same for me i am yeah my missus will tell you these streams these streams put me in flying form when, when things are going well for the club uh, i think we switched to a 4-2-3-1 with gravenberch and mcallister said aman yeah yeah Ture is a good show somebody as in a style of player um who was it i want to get this quote up oh Fabrizio Romano has said, Saudi side Aletafak, the one managed by Gerard, have approached Genie Wijnaldum over a potential late move uh, as he's out of the PSG project. Negotiations ongoing. PSG are ready to give the green light up to the player if uh, he wants to go and play with Steven Gerrard at Aletafak. Right, we've done that one. Gravenberch will be the new number six, said Night Journey. Uh, I just can't get behind the system, Craig. Thoughts? I'm okay with everything, but I'm very nervy about um, this double pivot role by Trent now. Because it worked at the end of last season where teams didn't really have time to figure out what we were doing. But we've started the season in the same system. And the last two games of last season, if you watch back on the watch-alongs, I did say I was nervous that people were starting to find a way to exploit the system. And the system only works when the press is on. And if we don't press at the right time in the right areas and in numbers, there's a huge space if somebody gets their head up to just throw a long ball in behind the right back position. And it is a worry. Um, it's less of a worry when you have the pace of Ibrahim Akanade there. Um, but we don't have Ibrahim Akanade at the minute, so... It's going to be interesting to see if Jürgen sticks to the same principles and the same same way of playing against Villa. Because I'll tell you one thing we'll know about Villa. Unai Emery will have them well coached for this game. He will look to exploit any weakness because he is a damn good coach. So, going to be interesting. If Papa Klopp wants the player, we should back him, said Trevi. Yes, sir. Um... I'm with you. And that's what I've said. While, uh, while he may not be my ideal signing, I'm happy to get behind Gravenberg if Klopp wants him. Uh, 
Right, so I've just been told by a chief mod mark. Um, when they ask about gifted subs, they need to click the dollar button. They should get three options, super sticker, super chat, and membership gifting. There we go. So again, our chief mod stepping up with the Heronomics. Well played. And thank you, Mark. Chelsea figured it out in game one. Trent wasn't even able to get forward. They were ready to go and exploit. Weirdly, actually, for the Chelsea game, I thought I thought they exploited Robertson more. Um, Raheem Sterling and... Uh, what's his name? The Chelsea right-back. Uh, give me a sec. Reese James. Um, I thought they, they, they really got a Robbo in that game. Right, latest poll that we've put up is, do you think Salah stays at Liverpool by the time the Saudi window shuts? Now, a lot of you are probably the same as myself in being a little bit confused about the Saudi transfer window. And don't worry, because even the professionals are confused. Jan Agafjortov was tweeting earlier on, and he was speaking about the situation with Mohamed Salah, and he said, by the time the Saudi transfer window closes... On September the 7th, but in brackets he put, although it has been uh, mentioned somewhere else in the league or in their setup that it's September the 20th. So it feels like we don't even know when the Saudi window closes, if it's the 7th or the 20th. So yeah, that's strange. Um, and also on Tyler Morton, it looks like he is going to remain at Liverpool this season as um, an option by the looks of things. So Paul Joyce has said, an offer of £120 million for Mohamed Salah would not even present Liverpool with a conundrum. They remain adamant Salah is not for sale. See, I agree and I disagree with Paul Joyce on that. Because being adamant he isn't for sale is, is all well and good. But... If they go to 150, you're not going to get that next summer unless a Saudi club come back in. And I think they'll come in at a way lower number. There's a bit of desperation at the minute from Alithihad because of the Club World Cup. And that, in my humble opinion, is where the big premium might come in. So if the number gets up to 150, then I think there's a question because you also have to look at the future. And if you don't take 150 now and you take 60 or 70 next summer, that's a huge chunk of money that could be put in the manager transfer kitty. And I'm glad I'm not having to make the decision because you can look at it with two different sets of eyes. You can look at it with your emotional, fan-driven mindset. Or you can look at it from a business perspective with the long term in mind. And it really is a tough decision. It, it really is. Uh, Craig, would you rather Moby sell next summer even if he wants to stay until his contract expires? I don't think Liverpool can let Mohamed Salah leave on a free. Um, because if you look at the old guard... Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, Mohamed Salah. We let Bobby go for free and we got minimal money for Sadio. And I think 
it would be silly of us to lose Mohamed Salah for nothing. Even though having two more years of Mohamed Salah would of course be fantastic to watch. It did feel all the while to everybody that next summer was the best compromise for everybody involved. Uh, the club would still receive a fee. The player, of course, you know, would still get to make his move if he wants to. But this summer's the one where Alithi had have that Club World Cup in mind. Can anybody tell me if the Club World Cup is, is in uh, Qatar or Saudi? I can't remember where it is this time around. But they want to make a splash and try to win the Club World Cup because that would be a massive, massive statement for that part of the world and that confederation of football. You know, usually you're talking about your European versus your South American team in the final, you know, and it's usually the European side that come out on top. But if they could pull off that, they would see that as a massive statement of intent about that area of the world for football and, of course, the building of the Saudi Pro League. So that's why the premium's there right now. Uh, And as I said, I'm just glad I'm not making the decision. And look, a lot of it could be driven by Mo as well. You know, what's worried me through this whole situation about Mohamed Salah is we've not seen a denial from his camp in the last few weeks. Yes, you had Remy Abbas, I don't know how long ago, three weeks ago maybe now, maybe just under three weeks, say that it's not happening, the player signed a contract and intends to say Liverpool and that was the thought process. But it seems like the numbers have started to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And there seems to be a bit of a split with journalists about what they think is happening. Some journalists say the player's mind's made up and he wants to go. And if he does, if that is the case, that's probably the deciding factor for me in this window. If Mohamed Salah wants to go in this window, I think we should let him go. If he's happy to stay, I'm happy for the club to continue to refuse whatever offers. It'll come down to the player. Simple as that, I think. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to scroll back. Uh, David Leslie, thank you for your comments. And just a question, do Saudi teams have a winter window like us? Don't know. Because, you know, before this season, I didn't really pay any attention to what was going on in the Saudi Pro League. So, yeah, I've no idea. I'm sure somebody... It's in... Uh, is it in Saudi Arabia? I'm still trying to figure out what the answer was to that um, Club World Cup question. Sorry, I'm scrolling back. It's in Saudi, is it? Mm. If it's in Saudi, look, that even adds to it, right? Because then they could have a Saudi team trying to win the Club World Cup in um, in Saudi Arabia. And we know that whatever we say... There's always a little benefit to whoever's home in a tournament. If you look at the World Cup, it's not an accident that a lot of host nations tend to go deep in these tournaments because the fans are behind them. And I can only imagine the... Because Saudi football fans, they love their football. like They love their sport. It's a very young population. So I can only imagine the buzz and the... uh, I don't want to say intimidation because that's not the right word, but I mean the daunting prospect of going to to play in a team surrounded by huge support in their country 
a team that would in this scenario have Benzema, Salah, Kante, Fabinho. So that that's the plan for them. Uh, keep in mind, next summer we could potentially be in a bidding war between multiple Saudi clubs. So there's two Saudi clubs that have been mentioned as the ones. Alithihad wanted to happen now because of the Club World Cup. And I can't for the life of me remember who the other one was. But there was two that were mentioned as going to be competing for Mo's signature. Uh, I think one more season of Salah worth 70 million. No guarantee FSG will put all the money back into the team. Anyway, said Grant. I think, from what I'm reading, Klopp would be absolutely furious with the owners if they sold Mo now. For this to happen, and I'm going to just reiterate what I've said, I think the player has to push for the move. Because then the owners can say, look, we don't want to keep an unhappy player. So it's going to come down to Mo, I think. Whatever Mohamed Salah decides, I think, is what will happen here. Was it Al Halal, the other club, Cyber Trust? Thank you. I, I, I knew it was, I don't know, the Saudi clubs well enough to know which one was which. Uh, would we truly miss Mo if he was to go with the money they're off when we could seriously help strengthen Liverpool? Just want to add, be sad to see him go because he's a huge player. It is really tough, isn't it? The whole Salah situation because I'm with you. It's tough to think of Mo going. But the great managers have always known the right time to move certain players on. You know, I think we we were very clever when we moved on Fernando Torres because he never, ever rediscovered the form at Liverpool. And Alex Ferguson, back in his day, was outside of Yapstam, probably got most of those big decisions right about when to move players on. Um, but again, I'm going to just say it'll come down to the player, I think. Do you know that the sound of the Saudi league needs Salah to be the face of the league? I think they've even offered him the, the David Beckham style potential to own his own club in the Saudi Pro League. Um, and th like this to me is completely different to Fabinho, to Henderson. I, I didn't understand Henderson's move. Other than greed. I understand the potential head turning for Mohamed Salah. Because he's an icon in that part of the... He's an icon everywhere. But he's, just, he's an icon in the Muslim world. In, in, in obviously in Egypt and Africa. In, and I, I just think... I, I'd be more understanding of it for Mo. Because of the sheer stature of him and I wouldn't be as angry about it if he was to go in this window I'd be disappointed from a fan perspective because there'd be no denying weakening our team but I, I do truly also believe that other players would step up into the fold and much like when we lost Felipe Coutinho I don't think the season would have a downward spiral because of it so I think I'm almost talking myself into Taking the money if the player wants to go. Uh, the Saudi winter market runs from January the 1st to January the 30th. 
who would you take as a starter six endo or graven birch pole well let me just end that one sorry um graven birch i don't know i'd see i'd like to hear from jürgen before i even consider where graven birch starts to play because right now for me if graven birch signs i don't see him I don't see him being a starter anytime soon because the new, the two number 10 positions are nailed down. Um, they're they're, they're Slides and McAllister's unless Klopp wants to rotate, in which case Jones and Elliot are options. Uh, Bajcetic is still to come back in and, you know, we know what Bajcetic can do, although he still has development, obviously. Thiago, I mean, I don't even know what to think about Thiago this season because... I don't even put him into my thought process really anymore when I'm thinking about how Liverpool may set up. Um, I see Thiago as a bit more of a filler this season. Maybe maybe Europa League games, maybe League Cup games, maybe alongside Bocetic, stuff like that. Uh, big fella said, enjoyed my game at Bournemouth after having COVID. Thanks for your content. Um, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I'm glad, more importantly, that you've recovered from COVID, mate. Uh, and thank you for the super chat. Seamus Delaney said, Who in the squad takes the right wing if Salah leaves? Probably Sobotsly at this moment in time. Because I don't think Ben Doak's ready yet. But there'll be options you could put Sobotsly there you could put Elliot there you could put Doak there and dare I say you could try Trent there uh, who in the squad takes right we've always done that one Darwin Nunes welcome to Anfield Agenda Ultras appreciate you and again don't forget we're staying on till half ten tonight because there will be stories in the paper for tomorrow and we want to bring them to you as soon as they come out so stick with us don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We are 860 subscribers away from 210,000, which is amazing. Gravenbirch or Thoram? Well, look, it's going to be Gravenbirch. So it's kind of a, a dead conversation. The manager wants Gravenbirch. And look, I feel like this has been, the writing's been on the wall for this all summer. And I think I've mentioned it a few times as well. That we know how this will end. We will come back at the end of the window when Bayern decide to sell Gravenberch and get Gravenberch. I don't think this is a surprise, really. It was all just waiting on Bayern to make their move. Craig, I can't believe what Darwin did against Newcastle, said Jermaine. Oh, Jermaine, I, I was only speaking about this earlier on with friends. It was astonishing. Like, it, it was a mic drop moment for Darwin. Like, away, down to 10 men. I mean, it's just mental. But that's what the dude is capable of. And that's why I keep telling people, get behind him. Give this kid the belief and confidence. Because a Darwin firing on all cylinders is an absolute, unbelievable asset to have in a dressing room. Uh, thoughts on Cole Palmer leaving City to join Chelsea um, I can imagine the sales pitch Callum was come join our young revolution at Chelsea we're bringing in the best young talent from around England and Europe and we want to build this team and you to be a part of 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I can hear the pitch, I can see the pitch, but he must have just been told by Pep that he's going to have limited game time. Because I know how well Cole Palmer was thought of coming through at Man City. I said this at the start of the stream. I remember speaking to Stephen McInerney of Esteem Company at least two years ago, maybe longer, on Cole Palmer, and he was flagging him up even then as a, a huge talent. We have players at the AFCON this year too. Yes, we do. Um, right now, I think it's just Mohamed Salah, but I think we also lose Endo to the Asian Cup, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, we will have um, we will have Salah gone in January for I think it's the maximum um, is it five six weeks something like that. Right, Gravenberg's pending. Who would be the best signing of the summer? Is the latest one McAllister, Endo, Sobitzlayer, or Gravenberg? One second. Stuff's getting sent to me all the time here, so I'm trying to keep up. Right, so the Telegraph reporting that Liverpool are looking to seal a £35 million deal for Gravenberch. And by the way, my vote in this um, is McAllister in the poll. Oh my days. Brighton coming in with a bit of a mic drop moment. Fabrizio Romano has just tweeted. Brighton have sent an official loan bid to Barcelona for Ansu Fadi. Understand they're increasingly confident they're going to make it happen. Spurs negotiated with Barcelona today, but Brennan Johnson remains their priority. Brighton are advancing fast. That would be that would be a big get for, for Brighton on loan if they could get Ansu Fadi. Wow. Brighton doing bits. I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down, said JC Galvanale. Better you than me, mate. Better you than me. Great move for Brighton, said Darth Cannabis. Brighton cooking, said Samuel. 
Uh, Origi to Burnley, said LFC Shankly. Yeah, that was good shout. That was mentioned um, in the last day or two. I think there was a couple of Serie A teams as well looking at Divock Origi, but Burnley could be a good move for him. How many more signings do you think we need, said Sean Staples? Uh, one for me, Sean. I think if we get the centre back in and Gravenberts is done, then window complete. And happy me, happy Klopp. We look forward to the season ahead. Kai Craig from the Falkland Islands. Nice one, Ryan. Welcome in. Uh, I tried to ask about Alisson last video live. I'll try again. Craig, do you think we'll have the power of another yet another tough season? I have my doubts. Do you think he will have the power yet another tough season? So, Alisson, I'm not really sure what the question is, but I'm going to try answer it. Alisson is going to be a difference maker for us again this season. And I think we still have about four or five years left of Alisson, dare I say it, at the top level. And nobody else I would want between the sticks for Liverpool than, than Alisson Becker. Uh, Sandu said Bayern didn't get anything out of Mane so I'm not trusting them not getting anything out of Gravenberts also don't rate Tuchel that much either so I totally understand Sandu why Klopp would look at the Gravenberts situation and go no, he's, he's, there's more to him there's more more to come from him than we've seen so yeah uh, look I'm trying to be as honest as I can I'm not overly hyped but I'm happy for Jurgen because all I've ever wanted is the manager to be to be backed. But it's a good point you've raised. The football is littered with players that haven't worked at one club and have gone to another. Look at De Bruyne and Salah at Chelsea. De Bruyne went to Wolfsburg, became a completely different player. Salah went and played with Fiorentina, Roma, ended up at Liverpool, completely different player. It happens all the time. So, absolutely, it's not out of the realms of possibility that Ryan Gravenberch leaves Bayern and, you know, we see a completely different player. Did Nunes earn the starting position based on his last performance? Well, you would be a brave man not to start him, wouldn't you? I mean, just for the confidence and the gravitas... Going into that, I, I think yes. He has to play. We're at home. Um, I think he's deserved his chance. So yes, I would say play uh, Darwin Nunes against Manchester, or excuse me, against Aston Villa. Do you think Salah will go? I honestly don't know and I don't want to sit on the fence so 51% yes 49% no if I had to lean slightly I would suggest perhaps um, and again the reason I say this more than any other is I'm not seeing the denials 
you know, I wouldn't even be having this conversation if once again himself or Rami Abbas came out and said, not happening, lads, staying at Liverpool. So you're saying all this anger towards FSG not doing anything, etc., etc., was all for one more signing at centre-back. Complete that and you're happy. That's such BS. What? I don't even understand what you're saying. My anger at FSG is not solely to do with this transfer window, AP. Let me put that out there and, again... The thing that pisses me off is when people put words in my mouth, right? I don't trust FSG. I don't like FSG. I don't want them owning this football club. I think they're absolute spoofers. So let me just reiterate that. When they sold their soul for the Super League, that was the end of me with FSG. No belief. And your point is, if we sign a signing and a centre-back, I'm happy. Well, of course I'm fucking happy. Because we will have got every position the manager wanted filled. And that's what I want. I've said all the way through this transfer window, I want what Jurgen Klopp wants. And Jurgen Klopp has clearly asked for a centre-back. So of course, if the manager gets the player he wants, I'm going to be happy. What part of that is too hard for you to comprehend, my pedigree chum? And if it's such BS, and I mean this sincerely... Feel free to fuck off. I don't care. You're here giving me your opinion, and that's fine. But you don't have any right to tell me my opinion is BS. It is my opinion. You can agree with it, or you cannot agree with it. But you don't get to talk down and lecture me, especially when you've misquoted what I've said all the way through the window. So, I really don't give a shit. Sorry. Uh, Craig, after this, we've one more homegrown spot available. Do you think we have a plan for that? Or non-homegrown spot available? Um, yes, I do. But plans are plans. Uh, until it's done, we don't know. This That's a very strange comment. Like, fuck me. Why wouldn't I be happy if we get all the signings in the areas we need? FSG are shit owners. There is no debate about that in my head. And nothing is changing that. But. I either get behind the team. Or I don't. And why wouldn't I get behind the team? Because when the window closes. FSG are dead to me. They're irrelevant to me. Until the next window. But Jürgen. The players. They're what are going to make the season. They're what's going to make you and I happy or unhappy. They're what's going to dictate our moods. So it's never, ever been a case that I'm not going to get behind the manager and the players. I just don't like the owners. And that's not going to change. Don W. Henry could offer to drop to his knees and shortle my balls. And I'd still call him a twat. I hope that clears it up. Uh, breaking, said Fabrizio Romano. Brighton are closing in on an Ansu Fadi deal as Barcelona are prepared to accept the formal uh, proposal to receive on loan. Ansu Fadi has accepted Brighton as a destination. Deserve be a key factor. Finally, green light soon, and then here we go. That is a big statement. That's a big statement from Brighton. 
Uh, right, let's have a look at this poll. And so far, over 2,500 people have voted. And Gravenberts, pending who would be the best signing of the summer for Liverpool, 77% of you guys have said that Dominic Sobotsly would be the uh, the best signing. I would have said McAllister because I'm a little bit biased. I, I just love McAllister. But Sobotsly is a baller and very deserving and fitting of the number eight shirt. Not sure if you've spoke about it because I've just woken up in Australia. What's your thoughts on Palmer to Chelsea? As we've touched on it a little bit, it's it's a strange one, Harry, isn't it? In one sense, I can I can see the pitch Chelsea would have given to him. You know, join our young squad, this revolution that we're building here of the best young players in England and around Europe with a manager who is a good coach and has a record of bringing through youngsters. So I can kind of understand the pitch, but it's tough to envision him leaving Manchester City unless he was told pretty clearly that he's, he's not in the manager's thinking. And then you have to look at what your options are, I guess. And the kid's clearly backing himself to go and succeed. So, you know, let's, let's wait and see how it works out. That's the answer, in all honesty. Uh, fair enough, mate, but I would definitely want more considering we haven't got any CDM cover. Our centre-back won't do it. Assume the same as for most fans. FSG letting me down, at least. Look, AP, it isn't perfect, mate. I'm with you on that. And... I've said all window, Gravenberg isn't my priority. If anything, I would prefer the lad that Bayern are getting to replace Gravenberg, and you may be the same yourself. But this window will come down to the centre-back situation because signing Gravenberg should be great and we'll enjoy it and it'll fill out our midfield. But we are still short at centre-back and I don't want, and I think you might be the same, AP, I don't want somebody shoehorned into a position. So I don't want to have the conversation about Endo playing at centre-back because he can. I would rather we bring in somebody who's between the ages of 20 and 23 and can push Verge, like really, really push him for a starting spot and then succeed him. So I hope that we see something before Friday. Did you see your man Bobby's hat-trick in Saudi? Yes, I did, Dave. I did. I did see the highlights of it. Is the centre-back you know about us possibly buying currently injured? You're basically asking me, is it Hincapia? And I told you all along, I don't want to tell you a name because I don't want to give you incorrect information. So I appreciate it and I respect it, but um, let's wait and see. And if I hear of anything by 11 when I record the video tonight, we are into the last half hour of tonight's stream. And this is where the newspapers start to come out for tomorrow. So let's see if there's any more bombshells. Because I tell you what, did not think I was going to be sitting here tonight talking about Ansu Fadi going to Brighton on loan. Didn't think that was going to be a possible deal. Thought the centre-back was homegrown. No, never said that. Somebody asked me earlier on, Graham, um, would the centre-back in question take up the last non-homegrown spot? And I said yes. So I could totally understand, mate, why maybe you picked up on it wrong. But um, the centre-back I'm speaking about is not a homegrown centre-back. That's why 
it's interesting that Gravenberch isn't taking up that last homegrown spot because he's 21 and of course he doesn't need to be registered um, either way yet. And next season we'll have two spots available with Thiago and Matip leaving. Uh, Nathan Jackson said, keep doing what you're doing, mate. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Um, I'm so happy to be in here tonight chatting with you guys and that we're all feeling a bit more positive about things. Nothing, There's nothing better than when we're all pulling in the same direction, when we're all in this mood. It, it really makes my soul sing. Um, so we have two days, 56 minutes exactly left in the transfer window for Liverpool to hopefully get two signings over the line. Now, just to recap for people who are coming in a bit late, what has happened so far today? Um, Nat Phillips is on his way up to Celtic to complete his medical for a season-long loan deal to, uh, to Celtic. And I'm a bit perplexed as to why we can never manage to sell him uh, because I, I want him to be sold because I want his career to get back on track and him to have stability. But look, either way, he's going to play football. That's good news for him. It was also reported today that Tyler Morton is going to be kept around this season um, for a bit of depth, I think. Connor Bradley, that injury is a little bit more serious than first thought. It looks like it could be potentially November before Connor Bradley's back available for um, first team selection. And other than that, the Ryan Gravenberg story is, is the biggest one here for us. That Bayern Munich are trying to get a deal over the line for João Polina to come in and be one of their central midfielders alongside um, Joshua Kimmich and uh, Conrad Lehmer. And Liverpool then want to come in and buy Ryan Gravenberg. So that's pretty much where we're at. I don't... I don't have any new updates on the Mohamed Salah situation other than it's really split in journalists, this one. I'm going to try find the stuff from earlier on. One second. I'm still scrolling back through my notes here. Bear with me, folks. Right, so on Mohamed Salah, couple of things today that have happened there. Jan Agafjortov has tweeted a couple of things. He said, I understand it's likely, it is likely, that Salah will leave Liverpool this week. He then followed that up with a tweet that said, the money offered to the player and the club is just unbelievable. The fact that the transfer window in Saudi Arabia closes 7th of September, and then he has in brackets, as stated on the Saudi FA website, other places are saying 20th of September, which makes it more complicated. Um, then we moved on to speak about Simon Jones, or at least the male sport, have been attributed as saying Al-Ithihad are becoming increasingly confident in signing Mohamed Salah this summer and are preparing an official bid of £118 million. Then we had uh, Louis Steele come out and say Saudi League CEO Saeed Al-Laziz arrived in Europe yesterday to oversee the final signings the league will make with Mohamed Salah the top target while they will make a serious play for the forward Liverpool still have no intention of letting him leave so that's what the media are saying around the Salah situation at the minute um, 
Paul Joyce has said a £120 million offer wouldn't even give Liverpool a decision to make. It would be immediately rebuffed. Uh, seemingly big breaking news for 11. It, it, please tell me that's not coming from from KFC, dude. You know, if, if there is going to be big break... Look, if there's genuinely talk of big breaking news, I'll stay on till 11. You know me, I'm here for I'm here for the news. Um, so if, if that's KFC, boy, bullshit. Because everything that comes out of that account is poo-poo. He, he's another... I have an embassy on Bullshit Island Merchants. Who's your favourite player in the league except for Liverpool players? Um, Odegaard. Yeah, Martin Odegaard would be the answer for me. I love him, by the way. I would have loved him at Liverpool. Um, Odegaard, he's so good. Um, will you be staying out for the Carabao Cup draw? I mean, the numbers are still here. You guys still have interest. And I told my team tonight, lads, this could be a late one. I'm going to stay on as long as the viewers... Are staying on and as long as we still have potential news to get so i'm happy to stay here because i'm enjoying this i love chatting with you guys and we're all in great form tonight and i love it so yeah if you want me to stay we stay now you could do me a little favor if you are new to the channel please do hit the subscribe button because we're closing in on, well, I say we're closing in, we're like about 850 away from 210,000 subscribers. And every single one of you that hits that subscribe button, you're changing my life and you're changing the trajectory of our future. So much love to you all. Please do hit the button. And um, thank you for being with us. Big news at 11 p.m. by Dave O'Cop, not the KFC dude. Sweet. Well, let's hope. Um, look, I I would put a bit of weight in that. To be fair, like Dave O'Cop is. Look, it's easy to say people do these things to get you to their website. It's easy for me to sit here and slate him by saying that. But isn't that what we're all doing? You know, whether you're a newspaper, a YouTube channel, a podcast, that's the whole. That's the game. Is get people to give you a chance, look at you, listen to you. So let's wait and see what 11pm brings and it makes sense that we see stuff around that time because as I said tomorrow's newspapers come out at around half past 10 or so so maybe Dave has already got uh, a little tip that something's happening. Not unusual you know. Um, and I don't know Dave. I've never, never done anything with Dave so I don't know uh, much about the lad but if there's Liverpool news that come in, I'm fucking happy to sit here and then find out what it is. Am I doing a 24-hour stream? No, I will never do a 24-hour stream. No. I'm too old. It would take me too long to recover. Yeah. 
Craig, your goalkeeper prime is clear of Onana. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Unlike Onana, when I came out to clear my penalty area, I got the ball. So I can see, by the way, a lot of you in the chat are saying that Dave just retweeted the KFC dude. And okay, that's fair enough. But let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's see what 11 o'clock brings. What are you doing on deadline day? Um, probably 6pm till finish is I think that's the plan for deadline day actually weirdly myself Gary and Connor were talking about this earlier on and um, by the way you do know Gary isn't his real name you know that right you're all in on that joke with me Gary is the reason we come up with the name Gary is is an only fools and horses joke I don't know if, if I told you this. I think I have. Uh, there's an episode of Only Fools and Horses where they go over to France to buy a load of cheap booze to bring back to Mike's pub. And they get a stowaway in the back of the van. And this dude can't speak a word of English. Uh, also, the same character popped up in EastEnders at one point, by the way. And Rodney said to, I think, Cassandra, uh, oh, this is my mate, Gary. And then throughout the rest of the episode, this um, foreign national that jumped in the back of the van just keeps going, Gary! Gary. No matter what I said to him, he just goes, Gary. So that's where that name came from in this context. His real name isn't Gary. <laughs> what a show, Only Fools and Horses. Oh, it's one of my favourite things ever written. John Sullivan is a genius. Um, that's that, that was the show that I probably re-watched more than anything else. I love it. cracking episode it is but there's so many like time on our hands that episode where they find the 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 marine timekeepers watch the lesser watch that episode makes me emotional every time i watch it um yeah i just loved only fools and horses it was the the show that i watched with my dad growing up so it's always holds a special place in my heart obviously because my father's obviously unfortunately no longer with us do I play UFC? Do I play it? Do I watch it? Uh, I'm a f I'm a boxing fan, so um, I will watch UFC. But I'm a boxing fan through and through. So would it be a disgrace if Salah on Salah if he left now? Oh, it's a tough question, Matthew. How would you guys feel about Salah if he left now? Maybe we can get a poll on this one, Gary. You know, if Salah left this window, would you be angry, okay, or unsure? Maybe that's the poll that we can go with. Who will win, KSI or Tommy Fury? Uh, Tommy Fury, because KSI can't box. Um, and again, I'm saying that from the point of view of a proper boxer. He's got heart, JJ, and there's a lot to like about the man. But this should be easy money for the for, for Tommy Fury um, because Jake Paul was a way better boxer than KSI and he beat Jake Paul with relative ease. So I would say Tommy Fury should take that, no issues. Thoughts on the film Oppenheimer? Haven't watched it yet, 
but I do really want to. I've watched documentaries uh, about it. I've read up on stuff about it. And I do want to watch Oppenheimer, but I just haven't got around to it yet. I'm going to take a few days off next week. I think the channel... Actually, we're going to close down the channel next week for three full days. So, um, yeah, I might go watch it then. But next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, there will be no content, either recorded or live, on the channel. I want to give the guys a break during the international break, and myself as well. Is Graven Birch confirmed... It won't be confirmed LFC six times until Bayern get the confirmation with Fulham for Polina. That's going to be the catalyst that makes everything come together. Cinemas are four euro on the 2nd of September. Oh, I know, Connor. My wife's going to be bringing my uh, my little dude to the cinema on Saturday. Um, I'll be working on Saturday, unfortunately. Thoughts on Ivan Schwakoff? Legend. Legend of a man. Look... I don't know who runs the Ivan Schwakoff account. I don't. But I tell you what. He's been nothing but complimentary and kind towards me. And anyone that is that respectful to me will always get my respect back. So, fair play. And I very much enjoyed his little tete-a-tete with Fabrizio Romano. So, yes, legend to me, Mr. Schwakoff. Because... Because he's being really kind to us and nice to us and very polite to us. So we will return that. Right, I think Gary, maybe Gary missed out on the poll. Let me try and get it up. It's okay. It's been a busy night. Lots of people doing lots of work behind the scenes. Bear with me. Bear with me, folks. Uh... Right, there we go. So I asked you, if Mohamed Salah was to leave right now, how would you feel about it? Would you feel angry, fine, or unsure? Ivan might be Sabrina. It definitely isn't. Um, yeah, definitely isn't. Sabrina doesn't use uh, X or Twitter or whatever it's called now. Also, a little give a shout out to our Anfield Agenda um, TikTok channel. If you haven't given us a follow on there, please do. I'm going to be adding TikTok into our um, match build-up during the, the watch-along. So in the hour when the team gets announced to before the game kicks off, we're going to spend about half an hour of that also live streaming at the same time on TikTok as well to try and, you know, let people know we're going to be live for the watch-along and come across and join us. So if you don't give us a follow on TikTok, please do. We've just gone past 115,000, I think, on there. Uh, Deshaun Edwards, thank you for your super chat. Appreciate you. Angry with who? Uh, Stuart, read the poll, mate. Top of the chat. Pinned to the top of the live chat there, bud. You lose brain cells if you use TikTok. It's a very good marketing tool. Um, and, you know, my job is to get people to the channel. 
and to get people to to come into our community and give us a try. So if TikTok can help us with that, then we push on TikTok. Who the hell watches TikTok? I don't know. I don't even have the TikTok app on my phone at the minute, Sergio. But we've had some really big videos on TikTok. We've had stuff do four and a half, five million views on TikTok. We lost our other account. We used to have an account that had like 135,000 or something. We lost that, so we've had to rebuild it back up. And um, I think it's a very good marketing tool to get people into our channel. Good deal for Brighton getting fatty on loan. Yes. Uh, Mark has told me it's 116,600 actually now on TikTok. Thank you for that, Mark. Craig, can I just say I appreciate your streams and can't wait to see the show. Thank you, buddy. Um, you guys put something in my head yesterday and bold you. Somebody said about America again, about coming over to do some stuff in America. And actually somebody mentioned South Africa yesterday as well. But I'm going to reiterate it. Well, we've got 6,000 people in the chat. Just to make it clear. If you are in any part of the world. And you want to get an Anfield Agenda show together. Or you want us to come to Boston or wherever. If you can help us out with finding the place and putting it together. I will show up. It will be my pleasure to go to South Africa. America. Europe. Wherever. It's, it's, it will be a pleasure for us. I just don't have the time or the ability to source all this stuff myself to make it happen. The Dublin show was stressful enough to figure out, and that was in my home city. Um, so look, I'd love it. I'd love to visit America and take in Boston, New York, Florida, and do shows or meet up with supporters clubs or do a watch along with you guys. It would be a pleasure, and we don't want paying it's not a money thing with us. I want my life to be filled with experiences of meeting Liverpool fans. And I'm fascinated with how how you guys take in a match day. So you know Anfield Agenda is, in my head, an unofficial international supporters union. That's how I think of our community. And I'm, I'm obsessed with how you guys digest the match day, let's say. Because I know in America, I know lots of people in our chat who get up at stupid o'clock and drive to a bar where the bar owner opens up and everybody comes in and watches it. I know in Australia, some guys and girls go into pubs at 9 and 10 before they shut the doors at 11 to new people coming in for a game that's on at 1 o'clock. I love finding out about these things. I love hearing your experience of how you became a Liverpool fan and, and what drew you to the club and what it means to you. I'm fascinated by this stuff. So I promise you, if you want to put it together and help us, we'll be there in a heartbeat. If Salah leaves, he'll just be another Coutinho, said Scouse Gamer. Um, looking at the poll right now, if Salah leaves now, how would you feel about it? Angry, fine or unsure? So far, 48% of you guys have said angry would be your uh, answer. Uh, gotta say of all the Liverpool fans Craig is the best well my, my, my name is spelt with a C not a G loads of people make that mistake actually spell my name with a G it's it's a C ooh found out something really cool one of the guys in a discord group were playing uh, championship manager or football manager the other day I swear to god this happened so 
anyone who plays football manager will probably know what I'm talking about here because I didn't know about this till I was shown. It was on the socials part of football manager where apparently that's where you look at your club social media posts. On there, it had lots of posts from a Liverpool fan spokesperson. And what was the name? Craig Holden. But without the U in my name, but Craig Holden on Football Manager as the Liverpool fan spokesperson for the socials around Liverpool Football Club. I nearly fell off my chair. Could be a coincidence. Could very well be. But I'm taking it as a W. Mental. I, I still have the image saved on my phone from what it was sent to me like. Mental. Now if we can just get that appearance on 4-4 tunes, my life's complete. Right, let me just check in with the guys to see if we've any news. Uh, Liverpool versus Villa prediction. Not ready to do that one just yet, Lider. Uh, Going to record it for Friday. I'm, um, I just need a few updates from Clubbo's press conference before I feel confident enough to put together my predictions. The cup draw is on right now, so stay with us for that. We will keep you guys up to date with what's happening with the Carabao Cup draw. Uh, so, Craig, what happens if that deal doesn't happen for Bayern? Do we lose Graven Birch? I would suggest yes. Because Bayern will look at it that they don't have enough squad depth. And it's understandable, to be fair. But I also don't think... I don't think Bayern will have put it out there about Polina unless they felt they're going to get it over the line. So I'm very optimistic on both deals happening. What's 4-4 tunes? It's, um, it's a cartoon where they... I don't want to say mock because that's not fair. It's a funny cartoon where they use football characters. They've used fan channel stuff. I think Redmen have been on there. Goldbridge has been on there. Fairly sure AFTV lads have been on there. Um, and my son watches it. So that's why it would be a big deal to me. Because if I ended up on 4-4 tunes at any point, even for a snippet, I'd be very proud because my son would feel proud. It's a bit weird. like It's a bit sappy, but... So we haven't bought anyone. Fuck me. You you must be great fun. Well, we have. We've bought three players. But the deal is going to happen as long as the deal happens for Bayern Munich. So Ryan Gravenberch is ready and willing to come to Liverpool. And we just have to wait for Polina to go to Fulham. Or from Fulham to Bayern Munich. So, right. You guys are filling me in on some of these draws. Ipswich Wolves, Exeter Luton, Villa Everton. Well, that's another year without a trophy for Everton then. Because I'm sure Villa will take care of them. Uh, Sasha Tavalieri said Fiorentina offered for Tiete. Um, fair enough. I can say to you Tiete wasn't the centre-back that I was talking about earlier on. If that makes it easier for you. United got Palace. Is that right? 
Come to Houston with sunscreen. Oh, dude, Houston's the family holiday. Um, I, I think I mentioned this to you. Our goal as a family is to next September or October to go to Texas because it's a state I've always wanted to visit. And we, we haven't been to America for a few years, so absolutely going to happen. I will most likely be in there on a family holiday. So uh, Loads of people saying Bastoni. I don't know if Inter would do business on Bastoni, but very, very good player. Don't come now, it's freaking hot. Um, I, uh, oh, I'm such a shithouse. I'm going to admit this again. All of my family holidays are planned around international breaks. Even It took my wife a few years to cop on to that fact. She thought it was a coincidence for a while. But yeah, September and October international breaks and March international break is when we as a family look for holidays. So I'm going away for the October international break this year to Spain and... Next year, we hope to get over to America. Greetings from South Africa. Get the family down here and buy you a pint and show you around, said Ryan O'Driscoll. Um, I'm going to actually visit my psychologist tomorrow, who's uh, South African as well. So I have no problem going to South Africa. Um, I think I told you the story about watching World's Strongest Man a lot with my dad growing up and seeing Sun City in South Africa and um, always fancying a trip over. And also, we've got loads of South African um, Reds that are in our community. I think South Africa is the fourth or fifth biggest country for views for us. Uh, but thank you, Ryan. Appreciate you. Chelsea, Brighton. Ooh. But yeah, yeah, I do. I only have family holidays and international breaks. I know it's terrible, but it's true. Salford versus Burnley. I'm going to actually open this up. And by the way, do keep hitting that subscribe button if you are new. We're closing in now. We're 750 away from 210k. Um, let me get this draw open live here. Uh, Fulham versus Norwich. Salford, Burnley. Can't believe Salford knocked out Leeds, by the way. What a result that was. And they had Gary Neville commenting on the game. Blackburn against Cardiff. Craig, prime Bruno Fernandes or prime Coutinho? Coutinho. Um, but Bruno was a good player when he's not crying. But I'd say Coutinho. Leicester, Liverpool versus Leicester. That is your, that is your um, third round, is it or second round? That's your Carabao Cup draw anyway. Liverpool at home to Leicester, so should be straightforward enough, hopefully. Um, yeah, so there you go, confirmed. Liverpool versus Leicester is the Carabao Cup draw home game for Liverpool as well, which is uh, which is great. Uh, I'm always buzzing when we get a home draw because I know people in the auto cup scheme are going to get another game um, and I know some people just that's their only chance of getting games so yeah you always want a home draw in the uh, cups and we've got it against Leicester City oh Newcastle against Manchester City wow that's a big game Newcastle against Manchester City these are great because this means that strong teams are getting knocked out 
I love when two Premier League clubs get each other and we're not involved in it. Because, yeah, you want the, the competition to get weaker and one of Newcastle City has to go out. So I'll take it. 150 million for Salah, take it any day, said uh, Gian Wen. I'm, and by the way, I'm staying on till 11 because I want to see if this news is real or not or if anything does come out. So, sorry team, um, feel free to go to bed, but I'm staying on till 11 because I want to see if this news is right. Apparently, Bastoni is a similar release clause to Sobotsly. I, Rosie, I don't see Liverpool paying sixty million for Bastoni, and I don't think we have the need right now to spend sixty million on a centre back. If we were going to throw that much money around, and it was a bit more, but I would have preferred it to have been Guardiol, um, who's obviously now Manchester City player. So yes, um, Liverpool Leicester confirmed in the League Cup. Will Klopp field the youngsters at Leicester? Well, it's at Anfield, mate. Um, I think, isn't it? It's at Anfield, right? Home draw. Um, will he field the youngsters? Probably, but I still think we win that game. You know, and what are our youngsters now? Depends, like. Bradley, if he's back, he won't be, actually, sorry. Um, Kwanzaa might play in it. By Cechic, Elliot Jones, Doak. Even with our youngsters, I'm still uh, I'm still fancying us to, to do that fairly straightforward. So, yeah, happy days. That's that's a good draw. First and foremost, you want the home draw, as I said, because you want Liverpool fans to get to go to a game. So, I'm happy with that. Right, so just to confirm, we are at home in the League Cup third round. The tie will take place at the week beginning September 25th. That's the week that it's been played. Thank you, Mark, again for the update. So yeah, week beginning uh, September 25th. Mila Kunis or Margot Robbie? Easy one for me, Mila Kunis. I don't like blondes. I'm not attracted to blondes. Um, so yeah, for me, Mila Kunis, Katie Holmes... Um, Stacey Dooley, Sabrina Holden. Um, yeah. Well, that was my list of, you know, the three I'm allowed. Should we have signed James Ward-Prowse? No. I don't. I, I think James Ward-Prowse works in a specific type of team. I don't see us as that type of team, personally. So, I think I think the move he made is a great move for him. And I think he'll do well at West Ham. Do you think we need a right back cover with for Trent with Bradley being injured till November? No, because if we brought in another right back, you're still going to be blocking the pathway of Calvin Ramsey and Bradley longer term. So if we get the centre back in, that at least gives us the option of putting Gomez at right back if we need to give Trent a break or to put pressure on Trent. So... I would say no for the right-back addition in this window. Have we signed Gravenberch? Not yet. But it... How do I say this? 
it is a done deal pending Bayern getting Polina. Liverpool and Bayern are talking over a 30 to 35 million pound deal. The player is absolutely open to it. And it just means that as soon as Fulham get an agreement with Bayern, we'll get the agreement with Bayern for, for Gravenberch and the medicals and stuff will take place. And for once, you don't have to believe me or pick a journalist. All the old reliables, Melissa Reddy, Paul Joyce, uh, Chris Bascom, everyone's been tweeting about it, multiple journalists. Good night from Sweden. Good night, Martin. Much love. Appreciate you being in. Uh, I honestly feel Silva will say you sell Polina, I'm gone. Um, I think actually from what I've read, and of course I don't know, I'm just based off what I've read, I think there's an understanding that they can't stand in his way. Like, it's a big move for Polina, who came in from Portugal, went to Fulham, done really well, and now he's potentially going to go to a team who will be in the mix with Harry Kane there for a Champions League uh, challenge. So, big move for the player, Champions League football, You'd be tough to stand in his way. Edward Davis, welcome to Anfield Agenda FC, my friend. Appreciate you. How many more players would you have wanted, said Super Heavy Live? Um, I wanted a centre-back and a midfielder. So if we get Gravenberch, a centre-back is all that I think we need to successfully say that we've we've had a good window. Could we just buy Polina, but we're sleepy? I think once we signed Endo, that possibility of Polina to us was out the window because we've already added in that um, elder statesman, if you want, the 30-year-old holding midfielder. I don't see the club investing what looks like it could be 60 million euro uh, in Polina. Do you think we'll get a six? We've got one, Endo. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, and I'm not trying to be a smart arse what we have um, and Gravenberch is being looked at as a 6 or an 8 and by Chechich again is a 6 or an 8 so I think we we will have depth but we can't for me I can't this window won't be a success without a centre back because we've padded out midfield now with enough bodies but we still have a glaring hole on the left side of the centre back Verge an injury to Verge and we're screwed and he's out now for one game Maybe two, depending on how uh, this um, potential extra game band is hearing goes. So, yeah, we need that left-sided centre-back. And it's all good. Uh, don't know how I feel about having Leicester in the cup. Straightforward, Archie. It's not the same Leicester we're used to from the Premier League. They've been stripped of a lot of their good players, mate, you know. Um, so, uh, it's not the best draw we could have got, but it's by far not the worst draw we could have got. And it's at Anfield. And at Anfield, in a cup game, you'll always back us. Um, Andy News, again, I'm waiting till 11 because I was told by the chat that apparently there's some big news at 11. And I'm waiting around to see if that big news materialises or not. Right now, I've asked my lads, has there been any new news? They've said no, not yet. But I know what has happened over the last week is every time I've left the stream at half 10, 15 minutes later, I have news. So, 
Right, here's the draw. Do you want the draw in full for the League Cup anyway? And again, thank you to Mark for this. Brentford versus Arsenal, Chelsea versus Brighton, Liverpool versus Leicester, Man United versus Crystal Palace, Newcastle versus Manchester City, Port Vale versus Sutton United, Bradford versus Middlesbrough, Bournemouth versus Stoke, Lincoln versus West Ham, Salford City versus Burnley, Fulham versus Norwich, Blackburn against Cardiff, Mansfield against Peterborough. Shout out to uh, to my friend El Presidente Dara McAnthony of Peterborough. Ipswich versus Wolves, Exeter versus Luton, and Aston Villa versus Everton. So some tricky ties in there for some Premier League clubs. Would have loved to have gotten Salford and smashed them. Yeah, it would have been fun, Sherlock. I would have liked that myself. When is Bojetic back? He's already back, Tanya. Um, he's been in the matchday squads for the last two games. So, yeah, he's, he's available for selection. Um, Jürgen was saying that Jones and Thiago would be back in training this week. So, they should be available after the international break as well. Do you think United will struggle against Palace? I don't know because it's a League Cup game and I've no idea how strong Ten Hag would go. Um, obviously, Man United have Champions League football this season, so that'll be a priority for them. Is Hincapia still linked with us? Um, well, I think until the window closes, Hincapia is going to be linked with a move because he's been linked to Leipzig, Liverpool, West Ham. So I guess yes. Why is Klopp obsessed with Surinamese Dutchmen? I don't get that, Miroslav. Is that a particular ethnic background or something? I've no idea. Um, Klopp just likes a particular style of player, and obviously, he sees something in Gravenberts that he thinks he can improve, coach, and. I think we'll all agree Ryan Grafenberg is a particularly high ceiling. It's just a matter of can you get him there. Salah lost the yard of pace and finishing ability. He's definitely lost the yard of pace. I've mentioned this in watch-alongs. But when players get older, sometimes they 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 add other assets to their game. Like the assists that we've seen from Mohamed Salah in pre-season and this season so far have been brilliant. So... Look, Mo may have lost the yard of pace, but like all the greats, he'll reinvent himself a little bit. What about Mbappe? Uh, I think we can safely say we won't be signing him. Messi or Ronaldo? I've always been really blunt about this because I don't even understand how it's a debate. Lionel Messi is the answer every day of the week. Easy, not even a competition. Ronaldo's great, second best player of this generation, but Messi's the one. It was me inviting you over to Connecticut for a show. No waffling. You just want a pub location and somewhere to stay. Um, I just want a location that works for you guys and, you know, a commitment that people will be there. And yeah, we'll rock up. Connecticut, nice. So yeah, the LFC pundit. You can lock me in a location and a supporters club or two that'll be there. No problem. Where do I rank Zlatan? 
I don't. I. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I look, he he scored some great goals and stuff, but he's not in this conversation for me with the real top guys because it's all fake. All the bravado, all the it's not real with him. Like Cantona, you look at him and go, that's an actual arrogant man that backed it up. I just don't with with him. I've just always thought it was a show, um, and. I already didn't like him and then he went to United so I really like I really didn't like him then two players I would have loved at Liverpool were um, Thierry Henry and David Silva they were two players I always fantasised about dropping into the Liverpool team Uh, do I have a WhatsApp so the LFC pundit um, if you email which one's the best one Contact at AnfieldAgenda.com Contact at AnfieldAgenda.com That will get passed on to me. Um, I don't I don't have access to those emails because I'm trying to put a bit of distance between myself and some of the stuff for my own good... Uh, my own mental health, pretty much, to have a break because it can be a bit overwhelming at times. So contact at AnfieldAgenda.com and that will get passed along to me, my friend. Ansu Fadi's a Brighton loan deal. I know it's mad, isn't it? It is mad that that's um, happening. Brighton are doing bits. You gotta give them credit. Like they're very clever. This man hates Madrid so much. Me? I don't have anything against Madrid. I'm a Barca fan, but I've nothing against Madrid. I look at Madrid the same way I look at Manchester United. Um. A respectful hatred. So I've nothing against Madrid. They're a great club, uh, an elite club. Do you think Gravenberch is similar to Bellingham? I mean, it's a. Raphael van der Vaart went out on a limb when he said that in his mind, Ryan Gravenberch is better than Jude Bellingham in every department. It's a big shout to make. But. He has a huge amount of ability. It's just we need somebody to put all that together. And Jurgen clearly feels like he can help Ryan Gravenberch put all of his attributes together and become a world class midfielder. Uh, Chelsea struggle against AFC Wimbledon after billion spent, said Queen Nadra. You love to see it. You love to see it. You said he was shite yesterday, Craig. When in this stream, at any point, have I said Ryan Graffenberg is brilliant? This is what pisses me off about some people. I've said multiple times today, I wouldn't sign Ryan Graffenberg. I don't think that it's a worthwhile risk. But I've also said, I want Jurgen Klopp to get the players he wants. And Jurgen Klopp wants Gravenberch. And I'm going to get behind the player. That's I've been very clear and honest about it. I don't rate Gravenberch as highly as some people. I think it's a bit of a risky signing. But I'm not going to not get behind the lad if he signs. Becomes a Liverpool player. He's part of our family. So 
I, I don't see how my stance has changed at all in this. I'm just being respectful of the situation. Uh, gifted five unfiltered memberships from Emma. Thank you. Like this was clear as day. Um, that was going to happen all summer. Like, I've I've jokingly said many times throughout the summer, watch Liverpool come back end of the window. We end up signing Ryan Gravenberts because he's a cheap option. And have I been wrong? Are we about to sign Ryan Gravenberts, the cheap option? Yes, we are. So I, I don't see what I've been wrong about. But like, what do you want me to say? I don't want them, so therefore I'm going to be pig-headed and never accept them at the club. What type? That makes me an asshole. If somebody signs for Liverpool Football Club, I'm behind them. As soon as they sign, I want them to succeed. Um, that's what all those fans should be. You know, we all have our own opinions. We'll all have players we want to sign or don't want to sign. But if he's a Liverpool player, he becomes part of the family. Uh, I'm a Liverpool fan, being honest. We're not signing no one anymore. FSG won't like spending. Well, we literally are about to sign somebody, Giovanni. So make of that what you will. Did we offer a contract to Decore? There was a report that we had agreed an outline contract with Decore, but we were put off massively by the numbers that Palace were asking, according to journalists. And what I've been told tallies with what they've said as well. They were looking for about 60 or 70 million for Decore. And again, I've always said, I can understand them asking for that amount because it's very, very, very late in the window. The reason why the Gravenberts thing always made sense was because you have a willing seller in Bayern. And if you have a willing seller, it makes everything a lot easier to do. And Bayern just wanted to look at the market and see if they could find the third midfielder to come in with Kimmich and Lamer and they clearly see Paulinho as that guy. Um, do you think we'll get Gravenberts and a centre-back done before deadline day? It's possible. I said this at the very start of the stream. It's possible. Liverpool are still working on a few things. One second. Okay. So, Sashi Tavalieri, again, working off what we said earlier on, said that Fiorentina have sent an offer for reported Liverpool target uh, Arthur Tiete. Uh, Fiorentina will try at the last minute despite the club not wanting to sell unless they find a replacement. So you may remember that there was a link that said if Stad Ron do lose Arthur Tiete that they might look at Joel Matip as a replacement. So I can't see Liverpool letting Matip go again unless we bring in a defender. <coughs> Excuse me, Killian. Killian... Uh, Cadawan said, 
No offence, but what does Gravenberch add to our midfield that we don't already have? Plus, he wouldn't come off the bench ahead of Elliot's form. So, physicality, athleticism, a, an ability to break lines, and an ability to go past players. That's what I would argue you could get from Gravenberch that maybe we are not in an abundance of uh, having in our midfield. So we have specialist 10s, we have versatile 6, but what we don't have, outside of Sobotsly, who's a more advanced midfielder, is that 6 foot plus athletic midfielder that we know Klopp loves. So it's a risk, and Killian and Jürgen clearly feels like it's a risk that he think will pay off. And if it does pay off, as I said at the very start of the stream, we have we would have Gravenberch at 21, we would have Bajcecic at 18-19, we'd have Elliot, we'd have Jones, again young, we'd have Sobosly at 22, we'd have McAllister at um, 24, and the profile and age profile of that midfield has been well and truly refreshed. Then you've got your Thiago and your Endo, your bit of um, experience. So you would say midfield refresh, done. Now, we can all argue about calibre and if we think they're good enough. But from the profile standpoint, refresh, done. Uh, Brian, how are we? Thank you for your very generous super chat late in the day, sir. Appreciate you. Said Sláinte, Craig. Uh, Two days to go. Will we be happy or angry? I'm leaning heavily towards angry, but I've never wanted to be so wrong. Well, I think we get the Gravenberch one done, Brian. I mean, it's up to you how you equate that, good or bad. But the interesting one for me, my friend, is the centre-back situation. And that's what I'm trying to find out at the minute. Because I was given a little, little bit of hope in that regard earlier on, Brian. But I don't want to go public with it because... I don't want to piss on people's cornflakes. So I'm waiting for another confirmation. But appreciate your super chat as always, sir. Thank you for your amazing um, generosity. Much appreciated. And you'll be delighted to know, Brian, that there's been lots of um, Bostonians and New York, New Yorkers and people from Connecticut, which, if I'm not mistaken, isn't your bro from Connecticut, Brian? Uh, asking us to, to put over a show in America. So... If you want somebody to help you in America to get us over for a show, Brian is the guy. He's got the direct line. Would What would you be your starting three midfielders considering all our options now? Um, Endo, McAllister, Sobotsloy at this moment in time. But once by Chetich gets match fitness back, you can toss a coin by Chechich Endo um, in the six, but my starting two ahead would be McAllister and Sob, it's like 100%. What time are you streaming on deadline day? We, we're still kind of debating it, but at the moment what we're thinking is six o'clock till uh, 11, 12, whenever. The window closes at 11, but if a deal sheet or at and goes in, sometimes they kick on. So the plan is probably to start at six. I don't like the fact we're relying on Fulham selling a player for us to get a player. Yeah, I get you, David. It's um, 
it's nerve-wracking, dude. It is. But sometimes this transfer window turns into a big game of brinksmanship, right? Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. FSG out regardless on who we sign. Look, nothing is going to change my opinion on, um, on FSG. I am FSG out because I don't trust them one iota on any level because of the Super League. And nothing is ever going to change my mind on that. But I'm also not an asshole. If we get the business done, I will be a grateful fan because I want what Klopp wants and I want the team. Think of it this way. This is how I look at FSG. As soon as this window slams shut on Friday, they're irrelevant to me until the next transfer window. I don't even want to think about them because they're they're a nothing. They, they won't help us on the pitch. They won't hinder us on the pitch. Once they sign those damn checks, I don't give a shit what they do after that because then it's over to get behind Klopp and the boys and hope for a good season. So... They have a use for us at this moment in time, or we have a use for them, I should say. But after that, I don't give a damn about John W. Henry or FSG. As long as they sign those damn checks for Kloppo. Uh, Brian said, my brother is in Maryland, actually Connecticut, to stone's throw from me, so count me in. There you go. So we've got Brian on board. And um, when Brian's on board, anything's possible. I'd love to do New York, Boston. And do you know what? If I'm probably Toronto... By the way, before anybody tries to pull me up on that, I know Toronto's in Canada. My wife has relatives there. Uh, but they're close in distance. So if you were going to New York and you were going to Boston, I mean, a little trip up to to um, to Toronto wouldn't go astray. Uh, Mississippi in the house. How are we? Grantham Glimpse, much love. That was the one spelling we all didn't want in school, dude. If you were asked to spell Mississippi, you were you were sweating, you were nervous. Uh, considering the money backing FSG, the fact we always buy the cheap players makes me want them gone. Said David Jackman. Yep, they uh, they love a cheap signing. They do. So I said, it's no surprise to me that we're back in for Gravenberg at the end of the window. Right, we're three minutes away from 11, so let's wait and see if KFC man is right or wrong. Dallas is in the house as well. Kyle, we love that. Hope to see hope to see Texas next year. Calgary's in the house. Um, loads of Calgary supporting Reds. I actually have a picture, Farid, on my phone of Anfield Agenda being on a pub screen in... Uh, I mean... I think it was Larry Leach, is the member of the Calgary Supporters Club, uh, of Anfield Agenda being on TV screens in a pub in Calgary while uh, people were watching, which was cool. Did you do your live show? Yes, we did. Um, it was it was a really lovely experience to, to meet people that came to the show in Dublin and to, to hear about how they came to the channel and where they came from for the show. It was brilliant. Yeah, it was, it was a lovely experience. Can you give us any clue on who the centre-back is? We've spoken about him previously. 
is is probably the 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 most I'm I'm willing to to say. Um, Anthony Packer, thank you. How did you think of the name Anfield Agenda? We were in John Lennon Airport and we were having a coffee, myself and Connor, and I just randomly said to him, do you ever think of changing the name? Because we used to have a different name called TOTT Sport. And I said, do you ever think of changing the name? Because it doesn't feel very Liverpooly. If anything, it looks a bit Spursy. And we then start just talking names and I honestly can't remember which one of us came up with Anfield Agenda. I really don't remember. But I remember Connor went into the bathroom to go to the toilet. And by the time he came out of the bathroom, he had got the handle for the Anfield Agenda Instagram account. And I had got the handle for the Twitter account. Because somebody used to have Anfield Agenda, but they let it go years ago. So I just said, let's grab that. And we just changed the name. And it was, yeah, it was a pretty quick decision, in all honesty. We need an Anfield agenda. Watch along in the USA. I'll fly over the country for that experience. I love America. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge fan of America. And will go over at any opportunity because I love the country. I love, I, I love seeing the world. So, again... Get me the venue, get a group of people together, and I'll show up. It's no problem. I it's a it's what I want to do. It's eleven. I know. I'm trying to wait for the information. And Sufadi is done. By the way, that's a done deal with him going on loan to Brighton from Barcelona. There's a sentence you never thought we'd be saying. Um, Fabrizio Romano said, "And Sufadi to Brighton. Here we go. Deal in place between Brighton and Hull Albion and Barca, as revealed earlier on. Verbal agreement now done." No buy option in the clause. Loan deal until June 2024. And most of the salary is covered. Travel booked on Thursday. Brighton wanted done and dusted ASAP. Um, there's another super chat from Brian. So this one's for Connor. Don't want to forget you, my friend. Yeah, I'm not giving it to him, though. I'm not giving it to him, Brian. I'm greedy. Keeping it. Overheads and all that, Brian. So, has anybody got the KFC dudes news? Anybody? Anyone? I'm waiting. It's one minute past 11, KFC, man. Where's the uh, where's the nugget of information? Nope, oh, hang on. Right, here's the news that Indy said. Bayern Munich midfielder Ryan Gravenberg to agreed personal terms of Liverpool, blah, blah, blah. The player's desperate to join. We can confirm Al Ithihad have submitted a £110.3 million bid for Mo Salah. Um, I don't... The last part of that hasn't been... Can you click on that to show me the last part of it? Please, guys. The part that I can't see there, the show more part. So, it seems as if his news was about the offer... Um, Liverpool to make an official bid on Thursday morning for Bayer Leverkusen's Piero Hincapi. We understand Liverpool bid will not be entertained by Bayer Leverkusen. Hmm. Although we spell, they misspelled entertained. Maybe stick to the chicken. Hmm. Interesting. 
have I heard about Genie going to his new club? Uh, yeah, I, I heard that there was talks for El Etifak for him to go and play with Stevie G. Um, trying to be careful with my words here. So, that Indy Kalen name, Hincapia, it's the same name I was told earlier on. Um, I was told that Liverpool are going to try for Hincapia. So, my information tallies with that of um, the chicken man. So, again, I, I don't know if anything comes of this, um, if the offer goes in. But that's the name I was told. So, that's hope. Yeah, interesting. Now, again, I've got no idea on how... Leverkusen may or may not receive this. No idea. But that's the centre-back I was told that Liverpool could make a play for. So, apparently, uh, Aletifak have an agreement to sign Gini Wijnaldum now subject to medical. So, wow. So, that that's your um, late news there. So, let's try and digest that real quick. We have an offer of 110 million, maybe coming in for Mo, which I'll tell you that straight away. That's not going to get it done. 110 million be laughed at. So at the moment, you don't need to worry about the Mohamed Salah stuff because 110 million won't get it done. Unless he kicks up a holy stink, and I don't know if he will. I don't think he will. The stuff about Gravenberch, um, again, that, that's common sense at this point. But yeah, Hincapia is. I'll be interested to see if anybody else comes out with the Hincapia stuff or following on from this because normally I'd laugh and go, Chicken Boy doesn't have any information. But it coincidence or not, that's the uh that's the name that I was told earlier on. So with that in mind, I'm going to say goodnight to you guys, and I'm gonna record a recap transfer news video that will be going out momentarily. So keep an eye out for that. Also Tomorrow, same time, same place, we'll be here, half past eight, taking you through the latest on what's happening with Gravenberch, Mohamed Salah, uh, Liverpool search for a centre-back perhaps, and yeah, anything else. Been a great stream tonight, much love to you all. Don't forget, please do hit the subscribe button before you head off, if you haven't done so. And um, yeah, at least we're going in the right direction. At least we can put our heads on our pillows tonight and be a bit more optimistic. So again, amazing stream. Thank you so much for your support. These numbers are incredible. Love you all dearly. And I'll chat to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.